0: You know, we usually like to do our uh, stat of the week every single week, and this week we kind of spaced on it. So I'll go ahead and throw mine out there right now. And that is that since the Oakland Raiders lost in the Super Bowl in 2003, they've had one winning season. To put that in perspective, in that same time frame, the Detroit Lions have had four winning seasons. So that might give you a little something to chew on when you start thinking about Maybe if Matt Stafford is underrated or overrated. And likewise, likewise with Derek Carr. Who like to bet, especially on football? Nowadays they parted ways, but still talk once a week. So thanks for stopping in just to listen to us speak. Pat and Beef and Russ discuss who's real and who's a fraud. It's the PBR sports pod. Yo, what up, beefy? Uh, Yo, how so, are you doing on this this fine Monday? Oh, not too shabby, I suppose. I uh, I just did something really fucking stupid though. I took a huge I took a massive dump like twenty minutes ago, like right when I got home. And I did my nice. typical thing where I turned the fan on, you know, let it let the let the fan soak up yeah, the stank for for like twenty minutes or so while I ate while I ate my dinner and you know, my little pre-pod routine. Well, I just went in to go shower a minute ago and I definitely just didn't flush. So my hot dump was just sitting there waiting for me for the last like 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: that's that's inexcusable.
0: Dude, I've been a fucking, I've been a, I've been a mess lately. I went to the store the other day, just didn't bring my wallet. Got like halfway through checking out and I was like, hey man, I like totally don't have my wallet on me. So I don't know what we're going to do here.
1: Yeah, I froze there for a second, but yeah, you can't be leaving your house without your wallet, dude.
0: Dude, I never, I literally never do. I'm, I'm like, I'm like fucking captain responsible. I'm fucking captain. You gotta control. do the
1: pocket pat before you leave the house. I pat my pockets like ten times before I leave the house.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I got a little lax, I don't know if it was Father's Day weekend or I don't know. We didn't, I didn't really do shit
1: for Oh yeah, day, dude, but. happy fucking Father's Day, bud.
0: Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty chill. It was, it was like raining and kind of shitty here in Iowa. For a lot of the day, but it cleared up, took Isla out, played some tent we went and played some tennis. I know you're a big tennis nice. guy. Did a little uh toss some balls to her, let her let her whiff like a at a million balls. She got a hold of a couple of them. Tennis. Yeah. What'd you guys end up doing?
1: Uh I mean, I worked all weekend. I worked um Saturday night and Sunday. It was my first like back to back and I've been picking up these extra ships up there. Um Sunday night is karaoke night, too. I'm regretting picking that night up. Um, we're going to talk about that a little later.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, dude, I think I'm going to have a polar opposite take. <laughs> you um,
1: yeah, so Saturday was kind of a, There's like a big, no, nah, it wasn't a big fight. It was just stupid. It's two guys I know. It was one of my very good friends and a guy that I don't like, um, and now they're both barred, so. But yeah, it was just, uh, it was very stupid. And it was, it, it had me in a sour mood. Um, Damn, dude. But yeah, still had a better, better weekend than Penn Simmons, but we're going to talk about that later.
0: Oh, yeah, tomorrow. we'll definitely get to that later. Also, the yeah. whole idea of, of just like anytime there's a scuffle now in any NBA game, apparently just security gets involved. What the fuck is going on with that?
1: It's so, yeah. It's You've noticed so that, dumb. right? Yeah. It's, I don't understand why. I, whatever. We're, we're going to talk sports later, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I did watch yeah, a couple really? of movies. I did watch a couple of movies over the week.
1: Um, I watched nothing but Sopranos, so you did better than me. What What have people watch?
0: Well, so I had seen I had seen the uh, the first like the neighbors movie with like uh, Seth Rogen and and Zac yes. Efron a while back. Funny as fuck. I think that movie is fucking hilarious. I'd never seen the second one though, and uh, yeah, we're regretting watching that now, huh? No, dude, the opposite. I thought it was the funniest shit, dude. I was like, I was like pissing myself.
1: You enjoyed Neighbors too?
0: Yeah, dude, that show was hilarious. Look, I understand the plot, like the plot of the movie, like almost zero substance. Like there's, it's the exact same thing as the first one, but that show was so funny. Come on, man.
1: No, that movie is so, the jokes are bad, everything. No.
0: Maybe I was just in a, I was just in a fucking funny mood, I guess.
1: Uh, what else did you watch?
0: Uh, I texted you and Pat the other day about how underrated Shallow Howl is. I watched that one last night, dude. When's the last time you've seen Shallow Howl? I've never seen it. Dude, it's a fucking pretty, it's a, honestly, it's kind of just a good movie. Like aside from it being like crazy fucking funny, just the concept of it is like, I feel like we don't get, we don't get this, this is kind of a geezer take, but I feel like we don't get movies like that anymore. Like a real original plots, like something in like a, who,
1: um, who who's in that one again?
0: It's uh Gwyneth Paltrow and Jack Black and Jason Alexander.
1: Yeah. Why haven't I seen that? I don't know why I thought it was Jim Carrey for some reason.
0: No, dude, it's like it's like peak it's like peak Jack Black, like back when he was doing like fucking I shouldn't say peak Jack Black. It's like pre school of rock, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he ever really had a peak. He he just kinda comes in and out, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, Black it was around Jack
0: the same it was around the same time as like Saving Silverman and shit like that. School of Rock's his best movie for sure. Of course. Without a question. Of course. Or Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder's a fucking banger too.
1: Yeah, but they all share the load on that, you know, like everybody was good in it. I, yeah. I guess the best movie he's in is Tropic Thunder, but the best Jack Black movie, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Rock, yeah. No doubt. Um, dude, I saw a crazy fucking take the other day. Something that we haven't done in a while that we used to do, where we would like, if you see somebody has an insane comment on something, we'd like bring it up.
0: Oh yeah. what happened? What, what what that just died.
1: Yeah, so this guy somebody posted this is a Reddit. It was on an Ask Reddit, and it was what's a TV series that used to be really good and then at a certain point it just completely fell off and started to suck. And I, I clicked on that thinking like, okay, here we go, everybody's gonna talk about Dexter. And this kid typed, I'm just gonna show you my phone.
0: Okay. That oh novel
1: God. comment right oh my there. God. And the entire thing is about how Thomas the Tank Engine used to be awesome. And then after season seven, it just fell apart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that's like the most Reddit shit I've ever heard of.
1: I'm not going to read this whole thing because as I just showed you, it's a fucking novel. But he's making like serious points and he's not fucking joking at all. Uh, He got like 43 (laughs) awards, 10,000 upvotes. Like people have all got this guy's back too. And he's a... I don't even understand... Like, let's see. He's talking about, he's like, it used to have such great lessons, funny moments, serious moments, great narration, Ringo Starr, George Carlin, Alec Baldwin. And as soon as it got bought by Hit, which I looked into, that's a British broadcasting company, um, they're like now it's all CGI and all the life lessons are bad. And no matter who comes in and writes the material, it sucks now. And they've butchered this show and it's all about money and kids don't enjoy it. And he's just going on and on and on. And I clicked this kid's profile because I was curious as to what kind of human cares this fucking much about Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, yeah, he's nineteen years old, which is also odd. <laughs> because was I, he even alive at all while
0: I, that was like airing?
1: <laughs> that's what I Well, it's still airing is a point that he's making apparently. But um, yeah, his his profile just details his 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 profile is just a whole bio about how he's one of these guys that refuses to buy OnlyFans and why he's a king for that.
0: Um, Great dude. Welcome family. welcome to the club of most of us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also you're 19 and you're obsessed with Thomas the Tank Engine. So I don't know if I fucking believe that you don't pay for only fans. But uh yeah, his profile picture is a it's a split down the middle. It's half Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank and half Sonic the Hedgehog. So this is probably the coolest kid ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw that. I was like, holy fuck.
0: <laughs> hey man, if that's his, if that's his little bighorn, then fucking hell yeah. I actually appreciate it.
1: That is his little bighorn dude.
0: That's his, so shout out a little early little bighorn from the, I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing he's not a listener. I sincerely doubt this, this kid is a listener. Oh,
1: doubt it. Doubt he finds time with all the Thomas, the tank engine work that he's doing.
0: Yeah. No shit. Hashtag. Um, Tom, speaking of little bighorn dude, I'm, Thomas the I'm deep
1: into that book now.
0: Oh Yeah. Yeah, I didn't Something listen to I did it.
1: not know, um, that it's funny because we talk about little bighorn all the time. Did you if you had to guess what kind of like landmark little the little bighorn is, what do you what do you think it is?
0: Like like a uh like as a statue?
1: No, like as far as what type of terrain like like I assume the in, little bighorn isn't was like it, a hill.
0: Isn't it in Nebraska? No. It's not in Nebraska? I thought it was. Now, what, I name?
1: assumed that it, it was like a hill, right?
0: I just, dude, I, I, I thought it was in Nebraska, so I just assumed that it was just like an open field somewhere. It's a river. Didn't know that.
1: It's a, it's a, it's a river that branches off like a, a bunch of capillaries, essentially, off of the larger river, the Pighorn.
0: Um, Makes sense. But
1: yeah, I'm deep Such into out. that book right now. It's very good. Um, uh, Learn a lot about Carl Custer. It turns out Carl Custer was kind of a rogue motherfucker, dude.
0: I, you don't I'll, say.
1: I'll give a yeah, I'll give a full dossier when I finish the book, but he was a wild man, dude. He did not give a fuck. Kind of a piece of shit, too. Turns out.
0: Damn. He seems uh, to me like he'd be kind of like the uh like the Kanye West of his time.
1: In some ways, yes, you could say that. Um, <laughs> again, I'll, I'll have a full DOS on this guy when I'm done with the book, but okay. I've got like four hours left on it. Okay. Um, dude, something else. Uh, something I was listening to today. You know how uh, – I mean, we're both big Wu-Tang guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What up, Staten Island?
1: There we go. Shaolin, dude. Yeah. Um, so when I, was, when I was in the gym today, I was like, i want to mix it up, and I'm going to listen to just Wu-Tang. And I was like, I want to listen to stuff, as I usually listen to the same like 10 tracks over and over that I like by them.
0: Yeah, Cream, uh, but I went shame, on the spot- shame on a Person.
1: Yeah, Bring, <laughs> bring the Ruckus. Yeah. I like Tears, Visions, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, But I went on the This is the Wu-Tang Spotify playlist because they throw deep cuts in there. And I hit Shuffle, and this song came on um, – called the rules do you know what song i'm talking about it was on their 2001 album
0: no not off the top of my head
1: dude it's funny because like and the the whole song ends up pivoting to like so that album came out right after 9-11
0: okay okay
1: and uh it basically pivots to the wu-tang clan being like who are these clowns that flew the planes into the twin towers where are them fools at wu-tang's gonna fuck them motherfuckers up they're like yo mr bush you can sit the fuck down. Wu Tang got this one, dude. We can go fuck their ass up. I'm like, what? I totally forgot that the Wu Tang Clan declared war—the war on terror—technically first.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Dude, speaking of speaking, of, I got to pull this up real quick. Did you watch the thing that I sent you? This has been—it's—it it goes viral every every few years. Every once in a while, this goes viral. But I sent you the video of it—the video of George Bush, like like speaking to America. On the golf no, of course,
1: y'all know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah,
0: I'm just gonna play for the sake for the sake of anybody who hasn't seen it.
1: I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive.
0: <laughs> the fucking goat, dude.
1: Yeah, we're never gonna have presidents like that ever again, probably. Oh, man. We're going to just swing on this pendulum between, like, insane, wacky characters. And, well, I guess they're all wacky characters. But we're going to have, like, these people with radicalized, essentially, fan bases. Because that's what people that are in the politics are now is they're just fans. Mm-hmm. You're going to have that. And then every other term, you're going to have, like, a very safe, boring old person. Yeah. Which, guess which one we're doing right now
0: but well, old wacky again and again, I yeah. don't care. Old wacky I could care jail. less. It's,
1: oh, dude, these old, these old, like actual boomers. I scanned this guy's ID. He was born in 1946. This is an actual fucking boomer. Okay. Um, he came in, they all came in and played pool for like six hours last night. They were wearing shirts that said, don't blame me. I voted for Trump. I was like, oh, okay, I know what kind of guy this is. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah i i was like hey guys i need to see your ids and they were like come on we're old men and i was like oh i understand you know like I, we check everybody's stores just keep it keep tabs on how many people are in here that sort of thing he's like and he's like okay he hands me his id and i pull out my scanner he's like you got a scanner well, what is this he's like and the other guy goes must be fucking joe biden i'm like what <laughs>
0: Dude, that literally—that literally sounds like a like a scene from like South Park or something.
1: It basically, I was blown away. I was like, that that didn't just that not only entered your brain, but it made it all the way to your mouth.
0: Yeah, intimate. I was like, yeah,
1: dude. Joe Biden hit up all the sports bars in the southeast and was like, you guys, we gotta, you gotta, if you're gonna have IDs, you gotta scan them. We gotta know who who's coming in, where they're going.
0: <laughs> you're pretty good at that.
1: I'm not good at it. He's hard to do. It's it's you just literally you just you just talk like you just talk like an old guy. You stutter and then you finish a sentence very quickly. It's like that's the yeah. only way I can.
0: Yeah, about you know, half I'm, the time, this the ending of the sentence needs to have nothing to do with the beginning of the sentence.
1: Yeah, <laughs> these guys are coming in. You gotta know who they are and shooting pool fun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Trump the Trump one was way everybody could do Trump. Trump was except for me. I'm not getting it. It's
1: just too easy, dude. It's too easy. It's so easy that people thought they were funny doing it. It's like no, everybody does it. Yeah, Trump is like Cosby. You know what I mean, or like Christopher Walken, one that like everybody can kind of do.
0: Yeah, Obama. Honestly, Obama too was like a lot of people did the Obama impressions.
1: Oh, the Obama ones are good, especially like the clips from. A lot of podcasts have done this, but Come Town did it the best where they clipped his audiobook that he read. Have you heard the clips from that?
0: No, I got to go check this out.
1: Oh my God, dude. Obama saying the N word clip is very funny. <laughs> it's like he's doing this. He's doing, he's
0: reading, he's telling
1: a story about growing up in Chicago and about like. Basically, the context is you can't be a punk if you were raised in Chicago, and I'm sure you're gonna have to beat me on this one. But I'm gonna quote President Barack Obama, and he's uh, he's talking about like being at a, a restaurant or like a quick sandwich joint, and like some guys coming up, and he's like, "Which can't, uh, dude, I, now I can't do Obama because I was just doing Biden." But
0: um, <laughs> that's even funnier. It's funnier to longer. do it in a, in a Biden voice. Yeah.
1: He was like basically saying that dude was coming up to to take French fries off his plate, and the audio clip is like, what a f get your own damn fries. <laughs> <laughs> just hearing Obama say that just makes me so happy inside, dude. Like, yes, dude. He's Obama's a
0: Obama's reneg- so cool. He's a renegade, dude. He's a renegade.
1: He's not a renegade, but he is he's very cool. We're not gonna have a cool president ever again. Ugh.
0: No, we, yeah, we had a we had we had a run we had a run there. We had a couple of really really cool like democratic presidents with Obama and Bill Clinton.
1: Clinton was cool. Clinton was a fucking renegade. You wanna talk renegade, son?
0: <laughs> My yeah.
1: favorite take that black twitter has very routinely is that Bill Clinton was actually the first black president. Okay. Have you not seen that? No, no. Bro, you got to start hanging out on black Twitter. Black Twitter goes off, dude. But it's, they're like, yeah, they're like, Obama's cool. We all love Barack, but motherfucking Bill Clinton playing saxophone, smoking weed, fucking chubby bitches in the Oval Office. He was for sure the first black president. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks that he's, you know, part of the secret murdering pedophile elite, but, you know. Yeah. That's all alleged, I guess.
0: Yeah, everything's alleged. (laughs) it makes me it makes me kind of wonder about like like I wonder who like the cool like the cool motherfuckers were like 150 years ago you know like I'm sure there were some cool some cool dudes back then too right they weren't all just like fucking old ass geezers right
1: a hundred okay so 150 years ago you're looking at
0: I mean they were all by our by today's standards I guess they're all pieces of shit so it's hard to judge that off of like today's standards for like how you act
1: I mean, dude, 150 years ago, give or take, like, the cool dude was Colonel Custer. He was an American celebrity.
0: Yeah? I guess, like, maybe, like, Lewis and Clark?
1: No, you're, you're way off on your timeline there.
0: Yeah, like Pat, like Pat thinking that the Civil War was in, like, 1805.
1: Yeah, or that, like, Frankenstein wasn't a book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Written by, no, it said that Moby Dick was written by The original version of
1: Frankenstein was the Gene Wilder, Mel Brooks film, <laughs> Young
0: Frankenstein. Oh, I thought you were going with the r, The R.L. Stein r- wrote, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Moby Dick. Damn, dude, I wish Pat was here. We need those gems.
1: Yeah, no, Colonel Custer was like a celebrity, dude. When he died, uh, the nation was very upset. He was like their hero. Um. And he went to, he would have beef all the time with like the president. Him and President Grant did not like each other.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because Grant was, you know, like the guy in the Civil War, but he was a bad president. Um, And Custer was like a, it was a literal renegade. He would like give him the finger basically and try and steal his glory all the time. Yeah. Custer was a bad boy. Okay. Okay. Also got a lot of pussy, that guy. That guy got a lot of
0: pussy. I don't think that anybody crushed it back then, right?
1: Uh, no dude people were definitely crushing pussy back then like so? a lot dude oh yes bro <laughs> if anything they were doing more of it back then
0: no dude they're just no no way
1: mm-hmm. yeah these guys were like they I'm were telling like, you these, the more I read these old books and I learn like how many wives these guys had it's nuts it's like you, they get married your wife dies in childbirth or whatever and you're like alright six months later you've got a new wife and you're on your like seventh kid
0: Yeah, but that's like, uh, that's like, it's like every, instead of like hooking up, you just got married. (laughs) Like, instead of.
1: Yeah, but they were all fucking around on the side, too. Like, when they were going out west, Colonel Custer was cheating on his wife with this. uh, I think she was a, no, she wasn't a Sioux. She was a, whatever. She was a different Midwestern Native American. And his wife was getting all jelly. And he got a letter from home saying, like, Hey, one of the local officers has been like hanging out at your house. He's trying to fuck your wife. So Colonel Custer like abandoned his regiment. He was like, "Guys, I gotta go. I gotta go make sure the pussy department's okay." And he just like skirted out of there and rode like 300 miles and showed up and was like, "There better not be any dicks in here when I walk in the door."
0: Jesus, <laughs> that's like, uh, yeah, it's you got,
1: like you got court martial for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like uh that's like a fucking 1800s trapped in the closet type shit.
1: Basically, dude, I, yo, it's nuts, man. I'm telling you, these guys were fucking wild dudes. The Native Americans were pimping too, bro. Sitting Bull, the guy that eventually defeated Custer, he had uh, he had three wives at one point. And he was, like, in his old journals that they have, he's always bitching about it. He's like, it is hard to live in the same tent as three wives. I lay in bed, I must sleep on my back. If, if I'm facing any of the women in my sleep, they slap me until I wake <laughs> out of jealousy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like to think that uh I like to think that Native American tribes in different parts of the country have the same accents that the whites do in those same respective parts of the countries or parts of the country now.
1: You mean they have the same way that cultures nowadays, like different mid Atlantic versus California versus like Miami or do you mean, do you wish that like the native Americans in the mid Atlantic all walked around and sounded like people from Baltimore?
0: Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that like the, like the Seminole, the Seminole uh, native Americans taught, have I'll like a like white track, have like a Southern accent and they did like Florida man shit. And then, uh, what's the Northern tribe, yeah. the Pawnee. Well,
1: the, no, the, all the, yeah, the, all the, like all the Apache, like in the Appalachian mountains, Or like up near, they're like, yo, where are all the fucking buffalo, dude? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm getting pretty fucking tired of hunting all these fucking buffalo, dude. They're always on the move.
0: Yes, okay, cool. We're on the same page there.
1: That would be so tight.
0: (laughs) But yeah, dude, I don't got, I mean. Are there any Americans in the Boston area? The yeah, that's where fucking that's where we met that's where we met the them when like Plymouth Rock Yo, where the
1: shit. fuck is my tomahawk? <laughs> I swear to fucking god, if Little Rock is wearing my fucking tomahawk, I'm gonna fucking cut his ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh wait, no, that go, was scalp the
0: motherfucker. Dude, this is gonna sound so dumb of me. But like Thanksgiving happened in like like the first Thanksgiving happened in like Virginia, right? Like not Boston.
1: Uh, near the James, near what became Jamestown, I believe. Dude, I'm so So, confused
0: on like the whole like Plymouth Rock versus like Pocahontas shit. Cause like Pocahontas, that whole like type of shit that like that, that all like took place in like Virginia, right? Like Jamestown.
1: Yeah. You also got to remember, we're all confused on it because the account of what happened was written by absolute fucking dickheads. (laughs) Dickheads who were crazy and retarded, if you think about it. Yeah. They were basically like, We hate the church, but we still want to go to church, so we're gonna to sail to a place that like nobody's ever lived that we know of and just figure it out there.
0: Yeah.
1: Like then, those people and then they got here and they like to Pocahontas was like 13 years old. Damn. Yeah. Not a cool story if you look into that.
0: Not a lot of cool stories on <laughs> if you really think about it. I did give you uh Speaking of like historical shit, our intro last week was a baseball history thing. I give you a little shout out.
1: Oh, I did. I like that. Yeah. Um, no, that was no that was shitty living back then, though, dude. They got here. They're like, oh, it's pretty here, I guess. A little humid, but we'll figure it out. Like, what's that thing over there? That large dog in the distance. It's like, that's a bear. They'd never seen one before. They didn't know what bears were.
0: Dude, th- what a holy shit. What a fucking trip that would be. What a
1: fucking way to find out! Fuck around and find out, dude. You're dude, setting up a little camp, and then eight hundred pound dogs come through and just start eating people. <laughs> Imagine never having even heard of the concept of a bear, and then running into one.
0: <laughs> dude, that's exactly how like that's exactly how like Bigfoot started, right? That's got to be like how Bigfoot started.
1: Yeah, all that shit started that way. Fucking mermaid lore comes from manatees.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. I've definitely heard that.
1: Yeah, merchant sailors were having sex with manatees. <laughs> I made this joke yesterday. The manatee joke to my roommate. He, his his assertion was brilliant. He goes, "I imagine it's because they're the slowest and easiest to catch. <laughs> like if you try and fuck a dolphin, they get they're too slick and fast, so they get away from you."
0: <laughs> yeah, there's also uh, there, there there's also just like current modern day sailors that are having sex with manatees.
1: Yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> you dog, you
0: dog. Uh,
1: yeah. you guys will get that joke.
0: Yeah. Hey, I did. Uh, I, I, I wanted to do another, another quick historical thing. This is another baseball one that I wanted to use as an intro a couple of weeks ago that um, I ended up using something else. I forget. But around the same time as that baseball game that I gave the stat shout out, um, a there was this there was an outfielder I guess for the Cincinnati Reds that like fell asleep in the outfield. Like there was standing up. There was a uh, I guess there was an argument between like like somebody was arguing balls and strikes and they argued it so long that the center fielder fell asleep in the in the outfield and he got ejected from the game for delay a game.
1: That's horseshit. Right. Did he fall over like or was he just standing there like? It's no, hard. No.
0: It's it's hard to say because it was a one-sentence little tidbit thing that I read. I didn't read like an article about it.
1: I would love if that got caught on camera. I would
0: love to see the clip yeah. of that. Definitely happened before cameras.
1: Oh, okay. It was that long ago. Oh yeah,
0: dude. It was like 19, it was like 1915 or some shit.
1: Dude, old sports stuff was crazy, man. They were they were doing this thing on ESPN the other night talking about the history of Goldies in hockey. And they were showing the first guy to ever wear a mask. You know what I'm talking about. I forget his name, but he played for the Canadians, I think.
0: Had to have been the had to have been the Canadian. Dude, the Canadians were like the Yankees, basically.
1: Yeah, but he invented the Jason Voorhees. You know, the original
0: like. That's what mask. I was. Gonna, that's what I was going to ask. Was if, if it was that mask?
1: Well, they were showing him and how everybody was making fun of him, and all the other guys were playing. And it's like I forgot that at one point nobody was wearing a helmet of any kind in hockey. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <Wow>. Holy fuck. <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude. It's Can you like,
1: imagine? Can you fucking
0: imagine? No, fuck that. <laughs> well, they were. They were using... still
1: fighting and shit. Just nobody was wearing a helmet.
0: Yeah.
1: On ice. Even the football players were wearing those bullshit leather helmets. Yeah, the
0: leather. Yeah, the leather heads, dude.
1: Crazy dude, how how he got roasted for wearing this fucking mask, dude. But they showed <laughs> yeah. him; he got fucked up one day. His face got absolutely fucked up by uh-huh. a rogue puck, and he came in the next week. He's like, "Never again, dude. I'm wearing this thing now." And he just looked like a serial killer.
0: Yeah, dude. There's a lot of dude. There's a lot of hockey players now that still don't wear masks. Not not a lot, but there's some.
1: Yeah, those guys are uh, retarded, if you ask me. But you know.
0: Yeah, I don't really, I don't really get it. I don't really get why you wouldn't. Wear a mask, other than it's just like a flex, I guess.
1: It's so dumb and reckless that it's not a flex, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like guys that fly around on their motorcycles at like top speed without a helmet on. It's like you're not cool, dude. You, everybody thinks you're an idiot.
0: Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Let's. Uh, you want to get into some sports?
1: We have to. I have way too many notes not to.
0: Yeah. But. Let's 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 do it, dude. So let's get into. I guess we'll start with the NBA playoffs, right? We'll, we'll address the elephant in the room here.
1: Yeah, it's a good day, as I said before, for everybody except Ben Simmons. Who, I mean, have you been? I in the Twitter sphere on this?
0: I haven't been on the Twitter sphere, but I have been tracking some of the main storylines around Ben Simmons, like the whole Doc Rivers thing, and when they asked Doc Rivers about if Ben Simmons could win a championship as a point guard and he's like yeah i don't know guess we'll see
1: did you see what Shaq said no Shaq said it he was like if that guy was on my team and he did that i'd have knocked his ass out in the locker room
0: yeah well Embiid more or less said the same thing he Embiid basically said the political the political version of it
1: well it's tough cuz you know that's your teammate but how do you not address like i mean dude in the it's really the i was the twitter thing i was referring to the the Philly fans who as you know are wild um, a bunch of them, I didn't know there were so many Sixers fans around here. A bunch of them came into the bar last night, steamed, but, um, dude, I mean, Ben Simmons might have to go into witness protection. Dude, I'm seeing, not only are people just freaking out on Twitter and like, obviously they're, you know, Jersey burning is the thing that's been around for a long time. I saw a video of a bunch of guys who had made a candle Instagram for like a demon ritual. <laughs> and we're burning Ben Simmons jerseys in it like they're sicking the devil on him.
0: <laughs> Dude. Do you remember uh, – this is a quick side tangent, but do you remember when Gordon Hayward left Utah and went to Boston? Yes. And when they were burning his jerseys? And there's yeah. the one the, – the, the, the one that went viral was like, oh, yeah, have fun have fun being LeBron's little B-word. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, do you? Does any side of you sympathize for Ben Simmons here?
0: Yeah, definitely, dude. This is because I don't is know I, mean,
1: if I feel that way at all. To be completely honest. Yeah,
0: it it, it it's fucking t- I, dude. I've i, I flipped back and forth because I've had this conversation several times today with just people, just sports fans throughout throughout the yeah. day. And it's like the, the common theme, like the easy take to make, okay. is like. Is like, oh well, Ben Simmons, he's so good at everything else. Like he's like such a good player at like literally everything except for shooting. And then it's like, but if you can't shoot, then you fucking suck, dude. I I yeah in one conversation, I I compared it to having Ben Simmons right now, he's 24 years old, and it's basically like having the 2015 version of Peyton Manning.
1: I don't know if I see the comparison there.
0: In the sense that like mentally Like, he's able to do everything. Like, he can – like, Peyton was able to read Ah, the defense, run the floor and everything, but he didn't have the physical – he couldn't physically do what he used to do.
1: Right, right. I mean, obviously, different circumstances there, but I see the connection you're making. I just – to me, it's like – and so, if anybody is in the dark here on this, hasn't been on the internet or watched basketball this weekend, basically, you know, there's an argument to be made that Ben Simmons is the one who's, like, lost them – not game seven, but he's been been fucking up this whole series – he can't make free throws and it's gotten in his head to the point where I mean, you saw that layup that he didn't take.
0: Yeah, I watched the end of that game. I didn't watch That's the whole game. That's
1: You and I can make that layup.
0: Yep. Yeah, I dude, it's, I my, my my heart really goes out I, I shouted out Jet a couple a couple weeks ago our Philly, our Philly insider who said that uh, he, he he guaranteed a, a Sixers victory. I actually like I, I know that like the easy thing to do would be like, oh, you got to root for the underdog. You root for the Hawks, right? But it's like I feel like the underdog was still the Sixers, even though they were the one seed. And it's just like this yeah. whole the whole trust the process thing has been building for so many years. And I just fucking do – I feel bad for Philly fans. I really fucking do. I do too.
1: This sucks, uh, uh, for Philly. Fan I don't, fan. Uh, but because uh, you know the Hawks are gonna blow it. Every Atlanta team blows it when they get to the big game. Always, they're cursed.
0: Well, not just that. The uh, Bucks, dude. The Bucks are just such a much better team than the Hawks are.
1: Sure, it is nice that the final four teams uh, haven't won a championship since, like I think seventy six.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, between between uh, between our boy our boy Andy and our boy Pat, of course. I'm really I'm really hoping for a Suns and Bucks finals. I think we're gonna get it.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but did you did you okay? Back to Ben Simmons though. Did you see the numbers that have been? Everybody's been posting the stat lines.
0: Um. The.
1: On his fourth quarter performance this series?
0: Well, yeah. I saw that he's, he's shooting 100% from the field in the fourth quarter.
1: Buddy, in this entire series. So, yeah, in his last four games in the fourth quarter, he's 0-for-0 zero zero from the field. In the four games before that, he's 1-for-1, one 0-for-0. One, oh, I'm sorry, the three games before that, he's 1-for-1, one 0-for-0, one, zero zero, and 2-for-2 two two in the fourth quarter. In an entire seven-game series in the fourth quarter, he has made... Three shots from the field.
0: Taken three, three ain't shots. Taken three shots. Made all three,
1: but he's taken three. Yeah. That's inexcusable. Yeah. For a guy who makes $34 million a year
0: to play basketball. And a guy, a guy that you basically kind of built your entire fucking roster around, essentially.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could say he's in his head, whatever, and that there's responsibility. I guess that falls out. But it, it is – I want to say things like your teammates need to be building you up. Your coaches need to be working with you, doing whatever it takes to get you out of that funk. But it is also like, Hey man, we're in the fucking semifinals here. So like get a fuck or you know what I mean? We're like late in the playoffs here. So it's like a lot of this is on you. You have to be correct. Now is not the time for us to be fixing fundamentals of your play. You have to be here for this. (laughs) This is when it matters the absolute fucking most game seven. In a series that nobody thought you guys had any business losing, you on here not two weeks ago said no chance that the fucking Hawks could win this thing.
0: Yeah, I still nobody, actually
1: no none of us disagreed.
0: <laughs> I actually still kind of believe that, even though like I still I'm I'm in like disbelief I guess I don't. It's wild. But uh,
1: I had a guy last night came walking up to the door in a um, Iverson Sixers jersey. I was like, hey man, I'm sorry, but you know the rules about tank tops. He's like, you know what? I don't even want to wear this today anyway. I was like, God <laughs> damn, dude. Dude. <laughs> like, it's not AI's fault, but I could just see the brokenness in him. I, I felt the pain of walking around all day in a Jags jersey after a tough loss. Um it, it's just a reminder that it hurts.
0: Yeah. It's also just like Philly in general, like I'm so glad the Eagles got that Super Bowl because if the eagles didn't get that super bowl this would just be the most devastating thing in life that's happened in sports in a long fucking time.
1: Yeah, there'd be blood on the streets of Philadelphia yeah. instead of urine. Yeah. If they had won there'd be urine all over the streets.
0: We got to talk about did Bryce Harper potentially curse the city of Philadelphia also when he when he signed? Cuz Bryce Harper mm. Bryce Harper remember in his in his signing he said he he's he was going to bring a, a world series to Washington.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't know. There's a million, th- I mean, I'm obviously I'm joking, but there's a million reasons why Philly sports kind of suck. I will
1: say, though, as a whole, and I've said this before, if your city wins a championship, particularly a Super Bowl, I think the other ones the effect doesn't last as long, if you win a Super Bowl, five years, five years, you as a city, all of your sports, you are not allowed to complain about anything. And let's see. This Sixers
0: a little is a little bit different, though. I feel like this is a weird situation where you are you you are allowed to fucking bitch as much as you it's want. Been, to it's been Sixers.
1: five years now, right? It's been five and a half.
0: Four since. since
1: there are no. Hasn't been five since Philly won.
0: Twenty eighteen, dude.
1: The twenty seventeen season, but yeah, twenty eighteen. So yeah, they, they can't bitch. But the, you can be mad at Ben Simmons. You can be mad at Ben Simmons. That's justified. But woe is me, and we got robbed, and I don't want any of that. I don't want none of that. You won a Super Bowl less than five years ago.
0: Yeah, no, they you didn't. No they, right to complain. No, they definitely didn't. Didn't get robbed. And I, when we get to football talk, we can we can talk about this in the, another week too. But I I kind of like what's going on in Philly, and I think that Philly could potentially be good again here in a couple of years. Nah, but. it's all about the football team, dude. <laughs> Who is our? Is it Pat? Is Pat our Philly guy?
1: Pat. Got relegated to uh, yeah, because none of us mm-hmm. took the Giants. Pat's our Philly
0: guy. No, we
1: I should we'll, take a new th- division I, I, this year. I think.
0: No. uh Okay. We'll talk about that later. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that, um, that's a good. I'm. I'm gonna jot that. down. That's a good closing, closing segment thing. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. So let's let's uh, let's let's move along here. I actually want to take the floor on this one.
1: I. Uh, I can't imagine what you're going to talk about. <sighs> Is it the U.S. Open?
0: No, 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 no. Ba- oh, we're okay. still a ba- we're still a basketball dude. Oh, okay. So you guys know me. I'm a, a closet slash like low key, I guess, jazz fan. I've always, I'm, I have always i i, I should not say I've always liked the jazz. I've liked the jazz for a long time now, especially, especially since in like the Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell era, I've really grown up or had a, quite the affinity for them. I guess you could say. Can I stop you real quick? What's up?
1: I don't think it's. I don't think you should have to consider yourself a closet fan. I think we're just such diehard football fans that when we're fans of other teams, we feel like fake fans because we don't know literally everything about the team. True. But you got to remember, most people that claim they're fans of anything, mm-hmm. that's their level of fandom.
0: But I guess, the, th- and this this is going to come full circle here here in a second. What I mean by that is that I've never really like been like super ass hurt about things when if, if like the jazz lose. I'm like, whatever, like if the chiefs lose, I'm fucking ass hurt about it. Like it's fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah. It's shitty. I, I don't like it when the Royals, the Royals kind of suck. So it, 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 it's easy to, you, you just kind of, the expectations are just so low that you it's hard to get hurt right now. And the Royals just won a world series in 2015. So like, I got that. Yeah. So with the jazz though, the, the way the way that they were up two oh and then lost four and fuck. The way that they I were up
1: to dance with somebody.
0: The way that they were up two oh and then obviously like Kawhi was out for a couple of games, Spider Mitchell was out for a couple of games. But the I guess just the way that they lost that game six. I turned the T V off. I went to bed. I thought the game was over. And then I woke yeah. up and I watched the I watched the highlights the next day. And like at first I wasn't as I wasn't that ass hurt. I was kinda like, okay, like this is just who the fucking Jazz are.
1: What it, was the point differential when you turned it off?
0: I think they were up they were up by at least twenty. They were up by twenty something. When when yeah, that's it off.
1: tough. That's that should be a coffin. And then when yeah. I
0: found out that it was just like Terrence Mann was just banging three after three after three, and they kept Rudy Gobert, in, and the Clippers basically just were like, okay, you guys can keep Rudy and We're just not going to go to the rim. We're just going to kill you from from deep. Yeah. And just like the more like I'm honestly this happened on Friday. It's Monday now, and I'm actually still ass So I think I might actually be a bigger jazz fan than I originally thought because it actually pisses me off that the, that the jazz are eliminated so early. They have such a good fucking team. they it, it. It makes me wonder if they'll ever if this team is ever going to fucking go the distance because I thought the roster they had this year was like definitely good enough to win a fucking championship.
1: I mean, this was the year, you know. You got LeBron and Steph Curry aren't in. In the run anymore. You, you know what I'm saying This is, this is the year where it's like that, a team like that could win
0: um, And Kawhi Leonard wasn't playing in game 6 Kawhi Leonard wasn't yeah. even fucking playing So it's like, I don't know, the Clippers are a better team The Clippers definitely deserve to advance I think the Clippers could beat the Suns We'll get to that in a second But
1: The Suns are getting fucked by COVID though
0: Just Chris Paul Chris Paul will Chris Paul be back Game 2
1: Their coach too, their coach they said tested positive
0: I think that this is—I don't even think this is really that that hot of a take. I think that if you have Chris Paul in there, that's the equivalent of having a coach.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I also didn't think that we're still like—I don't want to do the COVID thing right now. But when I saw that the other day, I was like, "So <laughs> they're like, he's tested positively, and yeah, <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm Just we're just like numb to it at this point.
1: <laughs> like let the boys fucking play, yeah.
0: dude. Um, I do want to. All right, so let's talk about let's talk about the real fucking series. And this is I wish I wish we could have got Patton just for like five minutes to talk to talk Game Seven, because that game was fucking awesome. That was probably the best playoff game that we've had so far in this in in all all these playoffs.
1: That um, one I didn't get to watch.
0: That's a crying shame because that was probably yeah. the best game in the playoffs so far. So Saturday night, um. Hard fought game. It was pretty close. I don't think either team was up by more than I don't know, like five or six points. Pretty much the entire game uh, comes down to the the, the final seconds. James Harden, who played like shit for most of the game, uh, fucking hit a off the glass three, fucking like turn like turnaround bullshit to put the to put the Nets up a couple of points. Gian, dude, Gian, I, I I'm gonna put a pin in that. Talk about Giannis at the at the free throw line. That's a whole other fucking thing. But Giannis played good. Game six, game seven. It ended up coming down to you. Should go watch the clip. And the listeners that haven't that have no idea what I'm talking about. Just go Google fucking Nets and Bucks game seven, and just go watch the the shot that Durant hit at the end of regulation to put it to overtime. Absolutely fucking disgusting, dude.
1: If I he, did see that shot. If he was on a fight was breaking out because the bar
0: exploded, dude. If with that shot, it, dude. I screamed. I had I had Isla and Isla like ask me what was wrong because I was screaming at my computer. <laughs> If he wasn't wearing shoes, that's a three-pointer. His toes were technically behind the line. Yeah. It was, dude, it was so goddamn close. And then did you see at the end of overtime the shot? No. Couldn't have dude. I felt when I When
1: that was happening, an actual fight had broken out that I had to address.
0: Oh, that's okay. That's a shame because yeah, that was I felt legitimately bad for 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 KD. He looked so miserable. He just looked like. How in the fuck is that? It was such a bad air ball. It was like it was so bad that you 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 stopped and you were like, there had to have been a foul. There had to have been something something fucking happened. There's no way that Kevin Durant takes that bad of a shot at the end of a game. Yeah. So, but congratulations to the Bucks. The Bucks advance. I, I texted you guys about this over the weekend, but the Bucks advancing kind of takes the edge off. For me for the jazz it makes it, it makes the jazz sting a, a little bit less because i can i can root, root for the bucks now
1: same i agree um also shout out kd and james harden uh they're going to go represent the usa okay so i know that typically they don't want to go play on the olympic team it, the vibe as far you know i'm not as in tune with basketball so stop me if i'm wrong here seems like the vibe a lot of players don't want to go play with lebron
0: Um, no, that's not, no, that's not necessarily true. It
1: feels like a lot, well, uh, there's a small count, there's a small tier of the upper, upper guys that are like right behind LeBron, and he steals all the fucking spotlight constantly, but now he's going to be doing his Looney Tunes bullshit for fucking Space Jam, so he's not going. And now it seems like the two of them are like, okay, well, we can go have fun without his ass there. Yeah. That's, that's,
0: that's the way I
1: looked at that. But I could be way off
0: here. If I was uh if I was a professional basketball player, especially a superstar worthy of playing on the national team, My I would definitely I would definitely probably not play especially like this year, would probably not play in the Olympics. Just because of the short off season and everything, I would want to take like yeah. a little bit of a break. Kind of like just chill the fuck out. I guess I you could say the Olympics are kind of a break, a little vacation. They play. really are. If it was me,
1: I'm sitting here, I'd be like, I play for the Olympics every fucking chance I got. It's the fucking Olympics. I'm going to go represent America. But I'm not making millions and millions of dollars on a successful NBA roster, so I have no frame of reference. I don't like the guys that are like, that's un-American. If you wouldn't go, it's like, nah, man, you
0: can't. Come on. (laughs) I would say, I would spin zone that and say that you're giving somebody else a chance to go represent America that normally wouldn't be able to. And they're probably still going to win the gold. You could send the you could send the B team over there, and they're probably going to win the gold.
1: They would, of course, but that's not the point. The point is, you're supposed to send the best from your country over, and like, it just feels shabby to just be like, we don't even need to send our best. It's like a uh, Bulls. Do you know what Bulls is? The private school here at Jacksonville.
0: Uh, you've you've referenced it before. I always think of IMG when I think of Florida private schools.
1: They're um Bulls is like been around for literally 150 years. And they are the best at every sport. If you swim there, you're pretty much guaranteed to at least compete for an Olympic spot. Um, they have their soccer players are from South America. They live in the dorms on campus. It's like super rich, hoity-toity. They win at everything, and when they play other high schools around here, they just send out like their third string and win.
0: Yeah, that's it, just it's always know.
1: that's always so gay, dude. I hated playing them. I hated playing them, knowing I was losing to like the third best guy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just stupid. Schools like that shouldn't even be playing against like public public schools.
1: They fucking have to though. The private schools, for the most part, are, there's the private schools are so top heavy that you're either that school, you're either bulls, or you're like the you're worse than the public schools.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I did want to talk so uh, real quick about Giannis. Uh, he did he did play better in Game Seven, and he did he he's kind of figuring out free throw thing kind of on the fly but did you see what they were doing um when when he would like with a second he would touch the ball Mm-mm. dude like the fans would just they started a 10 second countdown <laughs> what yeah because they have all the vi- the fucking free throw violations that he's been having for taking so goddamn long to shoot a free throw
1: that's funny
0: yeah he looked like dude, it is, it
1: doesn't, that. Doesn't feel to me like trolling you. That feels like, hey, we got you, bud. Here's the
0: clock. no, 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 no. It was the the Brooklyn fans <laughs> that were doing it. Oh, yeah, whoops. yeah. It was definitely, definitely a troll, <laughs> definitely a troll move. Well, Pat's Pat's got a pretty funny story about. I guess that Giannis was shooting a free throw. Um, uh, This was, this would have been like right. I think pre-COVID, like right before everything shut down. But I guess Pat was at, was at a Bucks game. I should let him tell the story, but he's not here, so I'll just I'll tell it for him. And. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess he was at five serve, and you could hear you could have heard a fucking pin a pin drop after Giannis missed a, missed another free throw after taking like fucking thirty seconds to shoot it, and Pat just fucking screams, "Figure it out!" And you could hear him. <laughs> I guess you could hear him like echoing throughout five serve. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Giannis. Uh, my, brain,
1: looked- my brain has a very good soundboard for for Pat. I can't. Well, our 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 Pat imitation voice is intentionally off base, You know what I mean, but in my head, I can hear him exactly how he's figure it out, bud.
0: Yeah. Um. One last NBA note that I had was uh they announced Rookie of the Year, so Lamelo Ball ended up getting it. I wanted to give it. I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh. I didn't think Tyrese Halliburton got snubbed necessarily, but I think if Tyrese Halliburton plays for anybody but the fucking Sacramento Kings, I think that Tyrese Halliburton definitely. Deserve to be more more talked about, I guess, rookie of the year, and I obviously that's a fucking homer pick for me because he's a, he's a cyclone. I fucking technically, you know, went to school with old Tyrese last year because <laughs> he was well, totally because he was totally inverse, go- going though, to class
1: on the inverse. Do you feel like the ball crew gets a little more clout than they deserve?
0: Yeah, but dude, L- Lamelo was good as fuck though. He really he really was good. Right. So, right. like I said, I don't think Tyrese necessarily got snubbed. But I think if he, if he plays for anybody but the Kings, he uh, probably gets talked about a little bit more.
1: I wanna eat me some pussy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you have any other? Cause non...
1: I'm fucking hungry.
0: <laughs> Do you have any other non-footballies? <laughs> and we're back. You wanna you wanna
1: get a little U.S. Open? Yeah, so you so you actually watched. All right, settle down. All right, you're getting don't get all fucking happy about it. I reluctantly saw a little bit of fucking golf yesterday.
0: Yes. Okay. Tell me what you saw.
1: So the the guy that I was working with, I don't usually work with my buddy Kyle. He's usually the daytime guy, but on Sundays he was working all night and uh, he had switched it over to golf and we were so fucking slow the first couple hours. I was basically behind the bar with them like watching golf and I kept he loves golf. Loves it. He he says that it's America's true pastime and that baseball is no good.
0: That's kind of a bad uh, take because golf is a, Scot- <laughs> is a Scottish sport and baseball right. is an American sport. Oh, I sport. brought that up.
1: Yeah, I brought that up. <laughs> um,
0: I, I appreciate the sentiment, but he it's was a- saying
1: he was like he was saying it's the most difficult sport, and I said I disagree. He was talking about the pressures and the amount of precision that goes into it, and I I, I conceded that point to him, but I said that in terms of athleticism, it's certainly not the most demanding sport or anything like anyway, but he, he was, yeah, he was just saying the same stuff you say basically. And he was like, listen, man, I used to be just like you. So I used to say golf was gay. <laughs> he's like, and he was, he's like, just keep watching it, dude. He's like, keep watching it. And you're going to fucking love it. And I was like, well, jokes on you. Cause I'm not going to keep watching it. So I guess we'll never find out, but there's moments happening. And he's like, see, like right here, dude, if he doesn't make this shot, he knows he's done. I'm like, that's fine. But like compare that to playing corner, which I think is the most athletic position in all of pro sports on a third. Of, um,
0: I really don't think yeah, it's I really um, don't think it's uh, I really don't think that it's Zoom. I think it's my Internet. It's got to
1: be it like, could whatever. be whatever. But um, I was saying that the same amount of pressure that falls on your shoulders, knowing if you miss a putt, you're done for the day. Also, you're still going to win a ton of money, even if you didn't win the whole thing. Um, but yeah, if you're a corner playing the Cardinals third and long fourth quarter, and it's like, Hey, if they, you know, get another turnover on downs, they can fucking win this fucking game. Hey, go cover Deandre Hopkins running backwards. You know what I mean? The pressure is still fucking paramount there. Also, I, 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 I we're just going to end up making the same points. I'm done shitting on golf. Everybody knows where I stand on it. Um, but yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't care what happened. And it was funny. Cause like it just ended. And I was like, what happened? And he's like, Oh, it's over. I was like, well, that's climactic. That's
0: it was. That's, the, the, golf is never climactic. No, this so this one in particular was a little bit less because John Rom had already finished his round. He was a few holes ahead and he had gone on a yeah. fucking tear. And when he made his birdie on 18, I was hoping that you had at least seen John Rom's birdie on 18 because that was fucking electric. I did. Oh, you, you did see that? Okay. I just didn't know who he
1: was or like what was going on. And then it went to another guy. And then it ended, and I was like, "The what? It's over?" I was like, "There's no big." That's why it just doesn't feel like other sports. There's no yeah.
0: like,
1: well, you final also don't know. It's on the clock, and you have you no, know what I mean?
0: it's, you have no frame of reference for like, like, like other like, like the nuances and shit like that, of like who's, like right, who these correct, who these guys are. So Xander Shoffley, the guy that John Rahm ended up defeating, Xander Shoffley is like, he's always up there, dude. He's like i kind of i kind of like i'm rooting for him to like win a major one of these days because like he's always like towards the top of the leaderboard he can just never fucking like finish it off and then john rom is another guy he's like top 10 golfer in the world but he doesn't win a lot of majors and then especially with the whole like the fact that it was on father's day he he just had a kid like a month ago which was cool i guess him and his wife got either married or engaged there at Tor- at torrey Pines. So it's just kind of a cool story and everything. Big, big happy for John Rom, especially after he got fucked over with the whole COVID shit last yeah. week. So was it last week? Was that just last week that he got fucked over with that, or two weeks ago? It was recent. I, recently, so he got, it was
1: recent. Yeah,
0: he got yeah. Um, yeah,
1: man, so, I don't know. It, the, it's, the, it, other line, all right.
0: the other storyline, The other storyline that is being talked about probably just as much as John Rom winning is just Bryson DeChambeau's just fucking meltdown on seventeen.
1: Oh, did you see him try and bat flip his nine iron or whatever and like drop it and trip?
0: So this is what kind of, this is what kind of pisses me off. And I understand why they do this, but we had some tornadoes in, in the area yesterday. So they were cutting, they were cutting away from the golf to like give like, like weather updates and shit. So yeah, I actually missed that. I went back and I watched the highlights from it, but I I missed it live.
1: It was funny. All, All of my golf knowledge that I was bringing to the table was mostly just shit that I hear from you. And, uh, my buddy Kyle was like, Bryson was on. And I was like, oh, I know who he is. He's like, yeah, he's very good. And I was like, yeah, doesn't he famously like almost get there and like fuck it up every time? He's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, okay, I thought I had heard that from Russ. You and Nick had talked about it extensively. No,
0: that's that Jordan Spieth. That's Jordan Spieth that you're thinking of.
1: Oh, whatever. I, either way, I, I don't care. But <laughs> as soon as I said that, he fucked up and then tried to flip his club and dropped it. And I was like, that's a winner right there. I, I was just trolling him about it, you know, uh- obviously, but.
0: Yeah, no dude, he shot he shot a double par on on 17, which it's crazy nice. too because it's like if you think about it it's like that moved him from one under to three over he plummeted down the leaderboard. So he probably lost like, you know, a half a million dollars on that on that hole essentially.
1: Yeah, these extremes is just I, it's just not golf's not my flavor, dude.
0: Yeah, well you also don't I mean the, obviously the other big thing is if you played golf it would be a little bit different. So sure which is it blows my mind that you don't have because you live in you live in North Florida so like there's, there's golf courses fucking everywhere you look in north
1: Florida. I know everybody I know golfs
0: yeah but that's all I got that's all if I, I want to get the, drunk
1: outside I do it you know wherever I want yeah
0: I think we I think we <laughs> I think we covered uh, everything that's not football you want to you want to get into in some football use? Do yeah. you want a ping
1: pong? Yeah. Do you have a
0: good bit of football notes? I got a, I got a few. I definitely don't have as many as you do. I'm sure that everything that I have is probably what you have, but we're already recording. so we'll, we're, let's, let's touch on hockey real quick, though. We do have game five of uh, Tampa Bay in New York is going on right now. Tampa Bay's up one I, It's been a good story for the Islanders, but, I I mean, Tampa Bay is going to win this series, right? Yeah, let's go Colts. Yeah, I, I think – I think we're looking at Tampa Bay. I would have said a lock for a rematch of Tampa Bay and Vegas, but the Canadians are fucking putting up a fucking fight over there. They got a- To be
1: honest, I'm I'm a little. Um, I apologize to my ex who does not listen to this, but she's a big Golden Knights fan. Um, I don't know, maybe she does. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm a little sick of Vegas. Oh,
0: we got oh breaking news! Tampa Bay to score another goal, up two nothing. Let's go.
1: Go Bulls. Um, I'm a little sick of Vegas. Maybe it's because I have a team that in the scope of football is a newer team. Not Obviously not as new as the Knights are to the NHL. But it irritates me that a team comes on the scene, immediately starts to dominate, and has such a dedicated fan base right away. And maybe that's not even a fair gripe because, you know, who am I to tell the people of Nevada that they can't have yeah, – whatever. And also to wanna... be – it's, but they, to, they are kind of annoying
0: to me. They're annoying. To be, to be fair to that fan base though, if, imagine living in a metropolitan area for your, your your entire life, not having a sports team, and then you finally get a real professional sports team. You're going to be dedicated, like dude. If, if they had a if, if Des Moines yeah. if Des Moines got a fucking pro sports team immediately, I'm a fucking I'm a I'm a diehard fan at of the course. drop at the drop of a and,
1: fucking and and imagine they show up and then they're immediately good.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's it'd be impossible. It. It'd be impossible. Um, and then the other thing too is that she is from Vegas, so like that makes total. It all checks out. So sure. I'm not, I'm not going to. Yeah. But I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Though the the, the difference is is that the Knights were kind of handed a, a, a their their expansion draft was way nicer than previous expansion drafts.
1: Well, they got good players off rip. They got flurry and everybody. Exactly. You know, so it's like,
0: well, the flurry, that's funny. The, the flurry thing too. Didn't flurry come from the, the Islanders and the Islanders. Um, did, the, the I think the uh, Islanders uh, Tendy right now. Maybe it was the Rangers. It was either the Islanders or the Rangers. I think
1: I'm way off. I thought it was the Penguins, but you know, my hockey knowledge. Is I'm, very
0: pretty, I'm pretty sure it was either the Islanders or the, or the Rangers. One of the New York teams. They had a choice. They had to basically choose like which which ten are we gonna keep? And they were like, we'll let Flurry walk." And then he ends up being a fucking beast.
1: Yeah, they thought he was done. Thought he was washed up. Yeah. Don't dare these old guys to be great, but, man. That's the one. That's the that's the new the, in this era of sports. That's the ringing true thing. It's like, don't you fucking dare these old guys to be great because yeah. they will fucking show
0: up. Yeah. Also, shout out. I got a bunch of friends that are all AVS fans. a Bunch of friends who are like season tickets for the season ticket holders for the AVS. Dude, I fucking feel bad for them because that fucking sucks that the Avs lost the way that they did.
1: Yeah. It happens, yeah. You
0: know. But I don't think we talked any hockey the last couple weeks. But yeah, anyway, that's our that's our hockey talk real quick. Let's get into let's get into some football here. Um do you mind do you mind if I if I kick things off since you've got a fuck ton of notes? Oh, by all means. Okay, let's talk about video games. Let's talk about Madden. Let's talk about the Madden cover release. Okay. So for those of you who haven't seen it yet, I'm sure everybody's fucking seen it by now. Um, Madden cover was released. It's always a big thing around this time of year. This year was the MVP edition. The MVP edition, Aaron Rodgers is the reigning MVP, and the cover of Madden this year on the MVP edition is Brady and Mahomes, who have both already yeah. previously been on Madden's, which yes. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. It was almost It almost felt like a troll move.
1: It is. It's intentionally spiteful. It is. The NFL is not happy with what's going on with Aaron Rodgers right now. The NFL wants guys to shut up and play. Regardless, of who gives? I don't care what they fucking say. That's what they want. They, they want they want their employees to be quiet and make them money. Just like, like every other like every
0: business, wants. every other business. I was gonna say that's like every yeah. business. But it is funny, dude. Because um, I, so yeah, I'm, I I'm not a big
1: Madden guy, though.
0: I follow I follow several uh, Packers players on social media and shit, and, and uh, I don't know. The, I guess the, the the algorithm has spotted that like I have ai I I'm keen to the the Packers. Maybe it's because I go to Milwaukee a bunch and I post a bunch of stuff from me being like in Milwaukee. But anyway, I end up getting a bunch of shit put up on my feed that's Packers related, and nobody on planet Earth is more is more pissed off about this and triggered than than fucking Packer fans. Of course, yeah. But it's the funniest what? thing. But you can't, you can't put Rodgers on, on the Madden cover. You you just can't do it. Why not? You don't even know what fucking team he's gonna be playing for, or if he's gonna even fucking play.
1: Right. I mean, they could still do it. That, that's just why they're not. They, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like they It'd could. It'd be do a clown move. That'd
0: be a clown move by 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 EA to put just NFL aside. EA is
1: a clown company.
0: <laughs> it would be a. It would be an extra explicit clown move to put Aaron Rodgers on the on the cover right now.
1: Yeah, it would. It would. Yeah, I mean, EA does suck. Tro- EA and Ubisoft are like the worst game developers out there right now.
0: The troll move, though, was is, is definitely the fact of that they, they they called it the MVP edition.
1: Yeah, they, there was absolutely no need to do that. No, you
0: could have just put you could have just put fucking Brady and Mahomes on the cover and just called it Madden twenty two.
1: I also, um, and again, you know, I love the Chiefs. I love Pat Mahomes, so I hope this doesn't feel like a shot in any way. But, but when they teased the cover before, you saw the official one. The teaser was it's going to have two goats, was how they described it. Um, I'm not in favor of giving Pat Mahomes a goat title when he's had such a short tenure in the NFL.
0: Hey, dude, you don't got to tell me about this. I've had this conversation so many fucking times with 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 other sports fans and shit. I'm 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 with you. I'm totally with you. He hasn't. Yeah. He's he's very good. He's fun to watch. He's he's my he's my quarterback. I'm looking at it. I got a fucking poster up of him right there. I got my fucking Mahomes Magic Crunch cereal box sitting up 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 there with all my other chief shit. I fucking love Patrick Mahomes. Look behind me. I got a fucking my, my Kansas City my Kansas City shit right behind me. Love Patrick Mahomes, but I, I I totally agree. You can't put him in fucking goat goat status. Come on. What are we it's doing? It's a
1: disservice to his legacy that he's building to do that. I agree. Yeah. And if he if he continues to improve and he becomes the most insane football player we've ever seen, it's going to soil that because they're going to be like we were talking about this ten years too early. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let I mean, it happen yeah. organically. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad you're on the same boat. I had a feeling
0: yeah. you would be. But. No, I definitely am. I think one one argument that you, that you could make that would say that it's like Mahomes is like kind of already air, air quotes like proven that he's like going to be that guy is that in his short time already he's already kind of had to change the way that he's played a couple of different times and he's been able to adapt to basically anything. Any type of offense that Andy Reid's running,
1: you could say he's had the greatest rookie contract performance of all time, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, it's
0: like the. I know, I know, it's not a quarterback position, but like fucking Adrian Peterson when he fucking busted onto the scene.
1: Oh my god! I uh, fucking we. This is an Adrian Peterson podcast. AP. Two eight, come on the pod, dude. dude.
0: <laughs> fucking love it. This is a couple weeks in a row now. We've been talking about Adrian Peterson. Yeah,
1: I just had my Adrian Peterson birthday, dude. I, I love Adrian Peterson. Hey, so.
0: two episodes from now. Hey, you know we'll, we'll do we'll do a little. This is episode twenty six. This is our Levy on Bell episode. <laughs> so a couple, yeah. We a couple, talked a lot about him already last I, week. But. Yeah, we can. I mean, we can we we can pivot here too and talk about Andy reed for a second if you want to. What you got on Andy Reid? Well, I got a couple things. One that Andy—they—they asked—they reached out to Andy Reid and asked him about this whole on Bell shit. And obviously, Andy Reid class act. He's not gonna fucking stir the pot or anything like that. He was just like, "Yep, I wish I wish Le'Veon the best," you know. He was—he came in here, worked his ass off for us, and I, I got nothing bad, nothing bad to say about Le'Veon. Hope he has a good, good life.
1: I wish every single interview Andy Reid ever did, because he's so temperamented. You know what I mean? He always has that like cool, collected demeanor. I wish he answered every question in that like monotone with his with his odd accent. And just in between questions, mm-hmm. he just slowly, from out of frame, lifts up a sandwich. <laughs> and just takes a bite, like Peter's juice
0: like Peter Griffin style.
1: <laughs> but he's too polite. He's too polite to talk with his mouth full. So I wish they would ask him questions, mm-hmm. and then he waits to choose the entire hoagie, and then swallows mm-hmm. and answers, and then
0: takes another bite. Yeah. Well, the funny the funny thing about Andy Reid is that. He's from L.A. Like, he's he's an, he's an L.A. guy, like, born and raised and shit. But he's – he doesn't – you would never – he's – that's – L.A. is, like, the last city you would ever expect Andy Reid to be from. And he's been a football guy his entire fucking life. So he's, he's spent his whole life around these, like, Gruden-talking type guys from, like, Ohio. So he's got this kind of, like, hint of, like, Midwesterner in him, even though he's from L.A.
1: He looks like he's from fucking Fargo, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing about Andy Reid that I had was uh, did you see the pictures of him at the at the Royals game? No. Just just it was just funny as shit. Just him. It was like a a quick video of Andy Reed like doing the most awkward like fucking selfie of him him sitting in the in the stands at a at a Royals game. God, he's just so awesome, dude. A geezer, just just typical geezer trying to take a fucking selfie and it was him wearing his it was he was wearing a Chief's hat and he was wearing a Royals a Royals Hawaiian shirt. Of course. Of
1: course. He only wears that kind of shit.
0: Yeah. I fucking love, do I love Andy Reid.
1: Yeah, who doesn't? I guess Lev Bell doesn't, but.
0: He's the only um, guy, yeah.
1: <laughs> speaking of running backs, since we started this with Lev Bell, uh, did you see Alvin Kamara now has a second job?
0: Oh, I saw, you're, uh, you're have to refresh my memory on this.
1: Alvin Kamara is now the growth and engagement advisor for NASCAR.
0: Okay. What's the? Uh, do you have any idea what like the logic is behind this?
1: He loves NASCAR, and they offered him the job unprompted. What? It makes sense.
0: Gr- like NASCAR's say- having
1: a glow up right now, and they're trying to branch out. Also, so fans of other sports liking NASCAR is sort of a new thing. Uh, especially ones that aren't like big redneck white guys. So
0: yeah, true. Well, they got fucking bubble. Well, Look, they got, they got bubble Wallace too. Who's like the first like black. Oh shit. Man, and the, 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 the name is, the name is escaping me of there. There was another, there was another African-American dude that, that, uh, he started a race, but they got bubble Wallace now. Who's like the first like consistent, like black NASCAR driver. That's like, yeah. af- like actually like consistently starting races and shit. So yeah, that'd be interesting to see if NASCAR had like this like such such a glow up that like they really had like a like you said a more diverse fan base and shit.
1: Well, they need to, man. It's been the same tired fucking leatherhead mm-hmm. from not from football leather leather skin Marlboro red people have been watching NASCAR forever.
0: Yeah. So. dude, have you ever been? Have you ever been to, to any of the races at Daytona? No. Dude, NASCAR. <laughs> obviously, I'm not like a, I'm not like a big like rooting root toot NASCAR fan or, or or anything like that. But dude, NASCAR does fuck. It's I've been to. I, I've, I've been, heard it's good if you go. I've heard it's good. It, even I, I even don't I on a Sunday if there's nothing else on, I don't mind throwing on the race and just watching the race.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pass on that. But I have heard going is electric.
0: Dude, yeah, especially like it's it's an all time tailgating thing because like if you go tailgating at NASCAR isn't like, it's, it's not like you just go and throw some bags and like chug some beers and play some beer pong. It's like you're committing like a, like you're you're taking days off at work and you're like getting a camper.
1: Yeah. That's another thing I'm not into tailgating needs to happen by the, by that night I should be home in my bed hungover.
0: Oh no, dude. It's like a, it's, it's like, it's like binge tailgating.
1: Yeah. That's, that's (laughs) excessive
0: too. I don't like that. And uh, there's people too. I went to a race, I went to a race in Phoenix, uh, uh, this was like six or seven years ago. I went to the race in in Phoenix, like right before I went to boot camp, and yeah, it was basically just like four days straight. You'll 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 talk to people, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, like we go to like every, we go to every single race we," and it's like you do this every fucking week.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fucking crazy, dude.
0: But anyway, this isn't an NASCAR podcast. This is a football podcast.
1: No. Uh, well, I'll uh, I'll serve it back over to you then if you got another.
0: The only thing. thing the only other thing that I have, and I know that we don't get super political on here, but this is just an, an interesting. It's, this isn't even, honestly. This isn't even fucking political. This is just a guy doing what he wants to do, and that's Cole Beasley. You see all the shit. Yeah, on? I
1: saw that. He notes tabbed. Oh,
0: is that is that what that was from? Was a notes tab?
1: Yeah, it's the Android keeps notes tab. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of people that are really pissed off about it, but I don't really understand. I don't understand why anybody would be mad at Cole Beasley. He's been pretty open about the fact that it's just like if this if this is what it is, then I guess I'll just I'll just retire. I'll, I want to live my life the way that I want to live it. and
1: Yeah, for anybody that didn't see it, he was basically – because Buffalo as a whole right now is on the fence about, you know, whether they are going to require you to be vaccinated to come in, how they're going to handle their teams and, like, their community and stuff. And my only issue with this is, and again, anytime you notes tab on Twitter, it's just you're setting yourself up to look corny as fuck. And that's what it looked like to me. It was a whole rant about – did you read it?
0: I didn't read the whole rant, no.
1: It was basically like I'm gonna do what I want, and uh, you know I'm doing this for my family. And I've had the kind of career to where I can retire now if I need to for my personal beliefs. And I know other guys feel the same way, and they're not in a position to speak, so I'm speaking for them. And that's all well and good, but I honestly feel like no good comes out of you saying anything. I don't think you're gonna be the guy that pioneers some great change in the league. The league, as a guy who's been around this long, Cole, you know you're not gonna. You're not inciting any great change here. It's honestly better. If that's your decision and it comes to that and you retire and then make that statement after the fact, fine. But we're doing it right now. just seemed like it seemed like he was real charged up about something and took to Twitter. And that's the thing that I don't care if you're Joe Schmo or Joe Montana, you cannot do that. It just makes you look corny.
0: Yeah, I do agree with that. But there was also, there was this whole like sect of the internet that's like pissed off that Cole Beasley is like not getting vaccinated. And it's like Of course. That's what's
1: gonna happen. He knew that was gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just a volatile subject. But just leave it alone, man. Yeah. Just fucking do whatever do something else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> For real. That would have been wild. I mean, I mean the truth would have eventually came. It's like, hey, like, what happened to Cole Beasley? Like, oh yeah, he's just not getting vaccinated. And rather just I mean, if that's your fucking jam, that's your jam. So, um
1: another player. Came out with a big announcement. It came out literally the other day. Did you see that?
0: Oh, yeah. The Raiders uh, defensive end.
1: Yeah. Carl Nassib is the first active player to come out as gay during Pride Month. Good for him. Uh, which I thought was weird when I read that. I was like, wasn't Michael, there another guy? And Michael I looked Sams. into it. Michael Sam. Everybody remembers Michael Sam. Yeah.
0: Michael
1: Sam never played an NFL game.
0: No, wasn't he just like a – he was drafted though.
1: He was. He was drafted, never played. Uh, so Carl Nassib is the first and, uh, when I saw it at first, I was like, again, my, my gut was like, oh, this is going to be corny, but I actually loved what he, did you see what he had to say? No, it was actually pretty great. He, um, basically he was like, Hey, you know, I've been waiting cause he's been on a couple different teams now. I know he was in Atlanta, I believe, but he was drafted by fuck. I should have wrote that down. I think Tampa, um, but he's he's at, he feels at home in Oakland or I guess Vegas now, and he he came out and basically his point was like, I'm pretty he's like I'm a pretty private guy and I don't want this to become a whole thing. I don't need you guys to reach out. I don't plan on giving a lot of details like flaunting significant others or anything like that. He's like I'm, I, he's he's saying he's like I don't want any attention and it sounded very genuine and he was like he was basically saying that. I, he was saying, I have the platform for this, so I figured I'd put it out there. But his follow-up was, he goes, honestly, I hope in a few years this kind of announcement's like not even necessary. He was like, I debate whether it's necessary even right now.
0: That's, like, who cares? That's what I was about to say, is that I feel like now it's like we're, the world we live in now is almost just like like the biggest reaction you're going to get, other than other than like the very small percentage of just like ignorant motherfuckers out there. Uh, yeah. it's basically just like, hell yeah, I did good for you. And then we move on. It's like, it's not even news at this point, right. which is the way, which is the yeah. way it fucking should be like, like, like car, I mean Carl fucking said it himself, but which is the way it fucking should be.
1: Yeah. It was nice. It, it definitely felt like, cause he was saying, he's like, look, don't hit me up. I don't want any applause for this, but I just figured I'd put it out there. So good for him. Uh, happy pride month, Carl. Good for you, bro. You're getting your money. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that with that money comes as many, okay. Or as few wieners as you desire.
0: (laughs) Dude, I I, I referenced this meme, and I'm going to keep referencing it because I think it was was the funniest fucking thing in the world. But Carl in the Sea basically did the whole, like, Somali pirate meme that I referenced a few weeks ago. Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm gay now. I am gay. (laughs) I am gay now. (laughs)
1: Um. Did you see there were uh, some legal ramifications for my defecto NFC beast team, the Washington Football
0: Team? Oh no, you're going to have to enlighten me on a bunch of this shit, dude. Uh,
1: as of today, I believe the United States Patent and Trademark Office has denied the Washington Football's app, Washington Football Team, the Washington Football Team's application to trademark the name Washington Football Team. And they have denied that on the grounds of saying that, A, it's too generic, which is so fucking funny because their old name was too specific. <laughs> <laughs> but their, their other reasoning was that the name is currently being sit on by – and it's funny because they call these guys squatters. Uh, shout out to Martin McCauley. Martin
0: I know, I've McCauley. heard this name. I've heard this name last year. Last year this fucking name got guys.
1: Because Martin McCauley was one of these gentlemen who last year, amongst all the name changes, went ahead and fucking got his fucking hands on, like, ten or a dozen different potential names for the team. And he's sitting on them, dude. He's holding it hostage. Shout the fuck out to that guy. Um,
0: We throw the the term around king shit too often these days. That's some fucking king shit.
1: That really is a fucking king maneuver. Uh, Yeah. Checkmate, or to quote, I watched the Count of Monte Cristo again the other night. Kings to me, Fernand. Mm-hmm. Kings to me. Uh, have you seen that?
0: The Washington football team is too good for them. <laughs> have you seen the Count of Monte Cristo or read it? Oh, damn it, dude! I just, I, I just that was that was a fucking Count of Monte Cristo quote. No. Yeah. From when? Death. Death is too good for him. Or death is too good for Oh
1: yeah, 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 okay, yeah, got it, got it. Damn got it, it yeah. dude.
0: I was hoping you were gonna like fucking be super stoked on me for that one.
1: Yeah, sorry, it just it's not um it's not one of the ones on my like I, I always recycle the same quotes from the movie. Oh no, dude, to
0: me that's like that's like the go that's like the quote of that of that whole fucking movie to me.
1: Oh no. I like um there's one early, he's like Fernand Mondego does not abandon his friends in the face of suicidal danger.
0: Mm, yeah. Or uh my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die.
1: That's Princess Bride.
0: Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> um, You'd also side like total side note on this. I'm totally down to do it full. how do you feel about the Princess Bride? I don't like it. You don't like it? Fuck, never mind. I'm like, never mind.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um, the Washington football team is going to submit an appeal and they have till December to make a case for why they should be given the name. If they are denied again, pretty much guarantees that, you know, by next year, they're going to have a new name because they can't fucking if anybody that's listening is unaware of like the consequences of the trademark. It's they can't any if, they, if it's not trademarked, anybody could go out and make Washington football team merchandise with their likeness which means the bottom line for them is going to be a little lower than they'd like. And I mean, whether you're Dan Snyder or any NFL owner, you want to make money off of your team. So they're not going to stand for that shit. So imagine they're going to be having conversations with Martin McCauley and also uh, looking to come up with a new name sooner than later, which sucks because I feel like we've all kind of settled into Washington football team now.
0: Yeah, it actually seems it, it, it only took a year. It, it only took a year for me to be like, I just don't even say Washington Redskins anymore.
1: It took less. By week six, I was like, yeah, fuck it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, I still do. I still call them the, the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> I do too. That's still, I that do too. still happens to me from time to time.
1: Yeah. That transition is not going so well. Um. Well, yeah, you got more notes? You want me to just keep firing no, it's No, this is all
0: you. I, no, my last thing was Cole Beasley.
1: Um, so this week on What's Up, I mentioned last week that the rumors were floating around that a settlement is pending for Deshaun Watson. Uh, the lawyer representing the 22 women that are still on board with uh, seeking da- uh, damages and compensation, their representative lawyer fucking guy, I don't know what his official, whatever, he's their fucking lawyer. He says that a settlement is nowhere close, which could just be like a political move, like leveraging saying that they're not offering near what he's asking for. But that was what he came out and said, so. Okay. It's just looking like the closer we get to, you know, fall, if this shit's looming over the head of Deshaun Watson, the trade thing is starting to obviously go out the window, but he's not fucking moving his feet on starting, so. Who the fuck knows? Is the update on Deshaun Watson? I guess.
0: Um, Dude, what if what if Davis Mills goes out there and just balls the fuck out next year?
1: Even though that's in my division, I almost wouldn't be mad about that because it'd be so funny.
0: Yeah. Well, the the problem is is that even if he balls the fuck out, best case. This is what's funny about this is that best case scenario, right? Best case scenario, he's Deshaun Watson.
1: Yeah, and they're still terrible. And they're still terrible. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to be the worst team in the league, no question. Um, A little friendly news in quarterbacks, though. Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen, and to make the mafia comparison, he's next on the list to become a made guy. Uh, And what I mean by that is, you know, these quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, if they prove themselves, they get tapped for the big bucks. Josh Allen is – you know, he's the heir apparent. It seems like to be the next guy to get a bunch of money. Uh
0: huh. Really he came so? out and
1: said that he wants more than anything to give a very structured, uh, team-friendly structured contract. Uh, he's getting a lot of applause for that, of course. It shows a lot of trust between him and the organization. But to be frank. It really just sounds like he wants like a 10-year stretched out Pat Mahomes. Not same amount of money, but same style of contract. Well,
0: you know that like, Mahomes, as, as bonkers as Mahomes' contract seems, it's, it's a pretty modest contract if you really think about it.
1: It is, but it's the, the, the catch is the commitment and the, the amount of trust you have to have for the organization. Pat Mahomes is safe in that regard. Um, Josh Allen, the Bills are a hot new – this is a hot new relationship good players of the Buffalo yeah. Bills and a good organization. Yeah. So we'll see, but yeah. I'd say good for him. I'd, no, I'd definitely.
0: yeah, we all yeah, we fucking love Josh Allen. Nobody's a fucking Josh Allen hater around here around these parts.
1: I used to hate on him pretty hard, but I like his progression. Uh, he is definitely coming yeah. up in the world. I definitely you know, think it also
0: it also sparks this whole other like kind of idea of and we've we've talked about this before about like quarterbacks having say and like draft picks and making the quarterback more of a, a part of the organization and like the trust between the quarterback and the front office and shit like that. And I bet Josh Allen's the type of guy that they, they probably consult him on, on certain things and moves and stuff that, that they make. Wouldn't you think? Um, he's, he's, he's at, at that level of importance to the, the organization.
1: He's getting there, I think. I, it seems like him and Sean McDermott have a good relationship, as well as Brian Dayball. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't accept an offer to leave. He's staying as the coordinator in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, they're putting together some good stuff up there. They're in talks to get Zach Ertz right now. Um, yeah, I mean, good for the Bills. That would I
0: like be sick. He's gonna need. A, he's definitely gonna need another weapon next year. With the absence yeah. of, with the the, I mean, yeah. We we already talked about it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all high on Josh Allen. You know who I'm falling on right now? Julio Jones. Julio Jones, um, obviously my, my position on him was going to change as soon as he became a Tennessee Titan, but he had a quote that, um, I mean, I could, in the most polite way to say this makes me think he's mentally retarded. Okay. He, uh, when they asked him about A.J. Brown was offered him number 11, and he said no, Uh, he's going to be number two. And they asked him, why would you, uh, why did you let him do that? And he said, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but I've got the highlights of what he said. He basically said he broke it down to A.J. like this. He said, look, man. (laughs) God damn it. Or wait, no, I'm sorry. He's going with, is he going with number one? Fuck. Um, oh, no, 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 Okay, yeah, it is. Uh, here it is. He's going with number two, right? He goes, listen, me and you, one plus one, that equals two, right? And A.J. Brown was like, yeah. He goes, and you're number 11, right? He goes, yeah. He goes, okay. What's well, two times 11? He goes, 22. He goes, right, Derrick Henry, 22, So we're gonna be one, two, three. We're gonna show them all three. (laughs) Like, what the fuck kind of retarded that shit is? That okay?
0: Damn, dude. And and Julio Jones is the one that said all this.
1: Yes, (laughs) to the media.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is all this. This whole thing has been has been drug drug out way more than I thought it was. I thought it should have been. AJ Brown is obvious. AJ Brown is obviously SpongeBob and Julio Jones is Squidward, and you seem confused.
1: Yeah, what the fuck? In what regard? What do you mean?
0: Like, Julio is like the established veteran kind of quiet guy, and then A.J. Brown has just been, like, sucking Julio off for the last, like, two months on social media.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I get it, yeah.
0: But, yeah, um, I thought it was just going to be, okay, he offers Julio his number – Julio takes it and we fucking move on. A.J. Brown just has a new number. I can't believe is it. Is
1: Derrick Henry Patrick?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, in this regard, wouldn't A.J. Brown technically be Patrick and Derrick Henry is probably the Squidward in all of this?
1: I mean, as long as we agree that Matt Ryan is Sandy Cheeks.
0: Not Ryan Tannehill?
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Which would make Sorry. sense
0: because Ryan Tannehill is from Texas.
1: Sandy cheeks.
0: <laughs> hey, let's take a hey, let's take a quick pause, real quick. Let's let's hit the rest of these on the other side. All right. So before we get back into uh, football talk, something are you are you watching? You're watching this Lightning Islanders game right now?
1: No, I'm zero dark for the internet.
0: Oh shit! So it's so all right, So quick update: end of the first period, it's three nothing. T- uh, Tampa Bay. And they showed they, – they just showed there's a – this is probably going to go viral, like, tomorrow, especially if the Islanders come back and win somehow or make it a close game. Uh, they uh, sh- uh, shot of the crowd during the first period, and some Islanders fan just, like, fucking goes berserk and, like, rips his jersey off, like, like throwing a fucking tantrum, rips his fucking Islanders jersey off, throws it on the ground, and just fucking storms out of the arena. Yes. <laughs>
1: Is the game? This game's in New York, yeah.
0: No, this game's in Tampa.
1: Oh, tough, tough break for that. Guy. No, cause
0: game six, game six is probably gonna be unless if, if the Islanders can somehow win the series, that'll be. They're playing at like the barn or some shit. It's like it's like not a real. It's like not their like normal arena. Ah. Huh. They're playing at like some some weird fucking uh, arena that they don't normally use for whatever reason. It's like on. I think it's like actually like in Long Island. Oh, all right.
1: <sighs> but, uh, yeah, giving you guys live updates on Hockey Talk. Um, did have a few more football things to cover. Last, like, side note, I guess. The other two are, like, segments. Um, did you see the Tom Brady comment?
0: Uh, it's It happened ear- earlier this week. I think I might have seen that.
1: I saw this today, but I think it was from earlier this week because the graphic I saw it on was from a source that doesn't tend to get things first. Um Tom Brady was being interviewed about free agency because, you know, nobody's got shit to fucking talk about right now. So they're asking him, like, yeah, tell us more about like other teams that were courting you and this and that. And he said there was a team that he had got into pretty deep conversations with about potentially going to their organization. And at the very last minute they said, no, we're sticking with who we have. And Tom Brady's response was, they're going to stick with that. Sorry, motherfucker. Can I guess? We don't know. We don't. He didn't say what team. So that's what I figured we'd do is we guess. Now Twitter is in consensus. Who do you think they think it is? The Raiders. No. oh I could see. I don't know if John Gruden, John Gruden, and Tom Brady would be an interesting marriage, but uh, Twitter is in consensus that it's the Niners.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: But Patriots fans are coming out and saying, like, listen, fuck what y'all think. Tom really likes Jimmy. Um, I don't know if that's true, though. I don't know if Tom Brady really likes Jimmy G that much. Because we remember, we remember it, it seemed that the, we never really got the full dossier on that. But it sounded like the, 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 the ending note of that was, I don't want him here. He's trying to have my job. And Robert Kraft was like, all right, he's out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much I'm buying into all that, though. Like you said.
1: Yeah. Um, the Raiders, though. That's interesting. You think? You think Tom was in talks to go to the Raiders?
0: Wasn't that like it? Wasn't that one of like the landing spots that people were well, talking about?
1: All the West Coast teams were pitched at one point because the talk was he was going to go back towards where he's from. I mean, he grew up a Niners fan. Uh, he's a Cali kid plus the whole like you know moving across the country and doing it again was like a big part of the narrative
0: Um, yeah well as far as like teams that were sticking with a quarterback that they had already had that that kind of that that like narrows us down to like probably like a third of the nfl because there's like a a, there's some established quarterbacks that are like you wouldn't even be like why would we even be having this talk and then there's another like bunch of teams that like we're either drafting guys or have young talent or whatever. So the the pool is really with this, like there's like 10, there's like 10 guys that you could possibly even throw out there. Like Kirk cousins, Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, fucking.
1: Well, and you have to limit it to teams that Jimmy are G, a location said. that Tom would be willing to go and guys that he would, again, he didn't say the name of this person, but it's still a public diss in a certain regard. So you got to think of guys that he would, Semi openly admit that he doesn't respect very much. I'd say Jared Goff's pretty high on that list. It could have been the Rams before the big trade with Stafford. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know, dude. During the break, you were talking about uh, two quarterbacks being the same, the same guy, essentially. Yeah, Matt Ryan, Tannehill. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt Ryan, Tannehill. Um, <laughs> I've been, I, I've been kind of like you. Not even really trolling because part of me kind of believes it, and I think that I mean the, the numbers definitely kind of back it up. But I kind of think that uh, Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr are like the exact same person.
1: Um, okay, follow-up question. Who would you rather have? Derek Carr. I think I would too.
0: I think I'd rather have Derek Carr.
1: His. I think we're in the minority there. Except Pat was here. He would agree with us because he hates Kirk Cousins.
0: That's that dude. You have have to throw the whole (laughs) this whole Pat Kirk Cousins thing. You have to fucking throw it out the window. It's his argument is invalid because he's a fucking Pat. He
1: believes it. That's what I'm saying. I think if this was like an open thing and we had a chat and the listeners could all they would all disagree.
0: Oh, specifically. Dude, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you fucking said that because uh, check this out. This is a new thing. This is totally fucking sidetracked off of football right now, but yeah. we should talk. We should talk about it right now because I'm gonna try to figure out how to do this to all the to all the listeners. Shout out to all the listeners. We're gonna try to set up some sort of a Spotify. It's this new thing called Spotify Green Room, where basically it's like we'd be doing like a live a live pod, where like listeners can come in and like talk and listen and shit like that. It, it, it's kind of like you know what it reminded me of? Dogs roll call.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's gonna be kind of like a dog's roll call type thing i i
1: still gotta a lot look at podcasts some do this already all the gas digital ones in new york do it um i think Town does it also obviously matt and shane do it
0: yeah um, well now now it's like it's like a wide it's like easy as fuck to do and you can just It's it, it's like what we're doing right now essentially except we'd be we'd be recording through spotify but brand new fucking app uh i got sent like an alert thing for it i the only reason I could think of why I got sent this alert is because I have, like, my name is attached to this podcast or whatever. But, yeah, uh, stick around. Stick around long enough. We'll, we're going to figure this thing out. We're going to try to do one of these here real soon. Do a little Q&A. Maybe do a little debates. Open up open up some sports debates with some of the I listeners. I like that a
1: lot, yeah. Because we know, we know who some of our listeners are because they're friends. But it would be nice to get a feel for, like, you know –
0: yeah, maybe These we'll other
1: get people that are listening that we don't know. So yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so that was my last uh, note necessarily. I did have a couple segments. Uh, first one, I just want to touch on briefly because I want to do it again when Pat's here. But a new thing we could keep track of over the season, and if we did open to listeners, I'd like to hear other submissions also. Uh, everybody likes to talk about this time of year. Who's going to be the best in the league? And you know, like who's gonna be the team that emerges this year, who's gonna win the whole thing. Also, people like to talk already about who's gonna be the worst. I wanna know who's gonna be the most average motherfucking team out there. I think it's a much more interesting and harder to have conversation for a, a title that I've dubbed the medal for mediocrity.
0: Okay. I, I've had a, I've got a couple in my head already, just like
1: I do too. I do too. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're tracking. Um Obviously, 500 is going to be impossible this year, although not really, because you could tie and then go 500 in your other games.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, 500 plus a tie is the definition of 500. I've got a
0: team definitely, then, that I think could go exactly 500.
1: I do, too. Who's yours?
0: Are we going to do on three here? No, I'll I'll just go. I'm going to say the Seahawks. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And here's my and here's my logic too why I think they could go exactly 500. The Seahawks are due. They're fucking due for a tie. They play so many goddamn close games that they really have. <laughs> and just the that the way that team is built, essentially, they've got. I just don't. I don't like anything about what the Seahawks are doing right now. Russell Wilson is. He's still good, but he's like he's not the same Russ from like you know four or five years ago. He's. He's got it. He has good games and shit, but he's not. The, he's not this fucking dude. We we've talked about it countless fucking times in this pod. And the the way the the rest of the team is like, they don't have fucking Marshawn Lynch anymore. They don't have the fucking Legion of Boom. They still play these close games though, and I think I think they are like my prime candidate for like being the most average team, the most average motherfucker motherfuckers in the league next year.
1: Situationally, it works good if you look at their environment. We've talked about this over and over, but. The NFC West is going to be the most competitive division in football,
0: right? Mm-hmm. I think I think and they're
1: all going to be good, but they can't all have good records or great records. So somebody is going to end up scraping around at 500 or, you know what I mean, or just above. I like the Seahawks pick. That's a good pick. Who do you got? Broncos.
0: Okay. I actually like that pick too.
1: Broncos 5-11 and 11 last year, I believe. Yes. 5-11 and 11 last year. Um, they've added some pieces on defense, yeah,
0: haven't Teddy. really addressed
1: the quarterback, and I've been opening myself up to takes because I've very much been in the camp for a long time that they're no good at all. But other people, and you were the first one to say that you thought they were good. You said they're a quarterback away. I do. I, and I, 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 still, like,
0: I still believe that.
1: And, but And you're not alone. I've been listening to other people's takes on it. And I'm like, I, I'm not on board, but I, I will concede that they're probably better than I thought. And right around 500 is where I could see that coming.
0: Yeah, dude, Garrett. So here, like, my my I I don't think I've actually uh, like explained this argument, but their their front seven is above average. They they've got a solid front front seven. The Broncos secondary, especially with adding, they just added Patrick Sertan the second, yes, in in the draft. The Broncos secondary is disgusting. Actually, it actually kind of makes me nervous as as a Chiefs fan how good their fucking secondary is, and then their offensive line is is really coming together. Garrett, Garrett Bowles just like fucking took a – he fucking took, took a goddamn about face with his holding penalties, which you could argue that it's because of the way they call holding penalties now that he's playing the same way, but he's yeah, just not yeah. getting called for holding penalties anymore. But Garrett Bowles has become – he went from being like leading the league in holding penalties to being like basically an, an all-pro an all pro left tackle. And not all-pro all is, is pushing it, but a, a pro-bowl left tackle. And then they're, they, they've got fucking weapons. They've got you know, Noah Fant, Jerry Judy – Fucking Cortland Sutton and uh, KJ Hamler, I, I think they're a they're a quarterback away from being like a fucking dangerous team in the AFC.
1: I am looking to see Jerry Judy take a huge leap this year. Yeah, um, yeah. And when you mentioned the defense earlier, Mark Slareth was talking about this on McAfee today, saying that defenses nowadays are built from the secondary up, whereas they traditionally were built you know from starting at the line. Um, so yeah, they could improve, but again. They're a good – similar to the Seahawks, the reason that they're my 500 take is because even if they are good or they improve, the division is just not set up for them to be very, very good. They got to go through you guys twice. The Chargers are a fucking – the Chargers are a sleeping dog. They
0: make me – this. the Chargers are scary. They're scary.
1: The whole fucking AFC is sleeping on the fucking Chargers, and they should not. Um, also, it would be better for them if they were in San Diego where they could have fans. People stop rooting for the fucking Rams that I fucking can't stand. But uh, yeah, it's funny. I shit on the Rams so much that Twitter has been trying to give me Rams news all the time because the algorithm thinks I like talking about the Rams.
0: <laughs> Are they wrong? Are they wrong?
1: I I don't want to know news like I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, but
0: it, you you getting that news, though, it gives you more like things to chew on.
1: No, I don't want to hear on. about them. Fuck them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then the Raiders are—you know—honestly, the Raiders are another contender, I think, for the medal of mediocrity. But
0: yeah, that's—I think that's too glaring, though. I'm gonna give—I have a second—I have a second, I have a second uh, one that I'm gonna give out here. All right. The—the the Carolina Panthers. Ooh. The Carolina Panthers are building something, and I think with Sam Darnold down there, I think Sam Darnold's gonna win them a few games, and they—they've got a solid like. Like, they've got a solid, like, base that's being built right now. And I think that, yeah. like, if they put it together and if Sam Darnold can, like, click with whatever they're doing there with Matt Rule, I think that they are primed to be perfectly fucking average this year.
1: I do love Matt Rule. Who was their who was their first-round pick? I forget.
0: The, they drafted uh, Rashawn Slater, I think, out of Northwest. No, that was the Chargers that drafted them. They drafted, fuck, uh, I'll have to go look this back up. No, no, no. They went uh they went uh JC Horn. They drafted JC Horn.
1: Yes, 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 they did.
0: I'm glad I pulled that instead um, of having to look that up. Yeah, that was a
1: good pull. I didn't want to have to Google.
0: Yeah, they definitely drafted JC Horn.
1: We need to just start making our producer do shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, just sits there. he just fucking sits there the whole, whole time.
0: Yeah, drinking his fucking ultras.
1: Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I want to hear Pat's takes on that. And then, listeners, if you want to, you can at me at beefy quotes if you want, or we can talk about this in the future chat thing at some point. Um, but yeah, so we'll, that's something we'll probably touch on later. But last segment, how you feel about some really,
0: reallys? <laughs> oh, dude, come on. Some Kevin Gates? Dude. Hit me. Hit me, dude. Choking the does and make me an elephant.
1: <laughs> that shit. That song goes so fucking hard, and the lyrics are absolutely retarded. Yes, it's, it's like I forget he's talking. He's I think right before that he says, yeah. "I'm smoking on vegetables, dude."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> oh, you're yeah. smoking on vegetables. in the front door what make me an elephant. <laughs>
1: yeah, Kevin Gates is. Yeah.
0: Uh, we'll have to do another. Uh, speaking, of, I, I I was talking. To you, we were talking about rap, about new rap songs that we like earlier during during one of our breaks. We, we we'll we'll do another like stupid. We can do like a, a, a stupid again. Segment maybe one of these times. Tor- oh, yeah, for out. Sure. Shout out, Tory Lanes. <clears throat>
1: um, yeah, so last time we did this, it was all quarterback-related, I think. No, yes. uh, this one's not, but it's the same format. So, like, you know, different different things I saw going on ESPN, CBS Sports, Twitter, etc. cetera. Um, just news from fucking camp, which, of course, is all honestly bullshit, right? Like, camp means mostly nothing, but it's all there is to fucking talk about. Um yeah, so you know, it's it's either really or it's really really. If it's one really, it's very sus. There's a question mark. Two realies, and the Kevin Gates sense is uh, it's that shit. Um, you ready for your first one? Hit me. All right, Jamal Adams of the Seattle Seahawks, safety that they fucking traded a considerable amount for. The reason that the Jets got Makai Beckton, Jamal Adams, apparently unhappy with his contract, is not at minicamp.
0: What is the what is the question here? What is, how how are you posing this?
1: I mean does it fucking matter? I guess is is the point here. Right? Yeah, like, do that it, fucking matter. a lot of guys didn't show up for fucking minicamp.
0: Yeah, but this is this is different though. This is like that the, like there was a lot of guys that didn't show up for OTAs and shit. This is like actual minicamp. This is like the ones that everybody Yeah, it was
1: mandatory. It was mandatory. He didn't show up.
0: So this is a really really for me. I know it shouldn't be because I'm I'm on record saying that Jamal Adams is overrated. And while he is, Jamal Adams is still good as fuck, and he's still super important to that defense. So if, right. there's, if there's something looming there in Seattle, especially over this contract, dude, he's got a good con- like. What is the contract beef about here? That's what I'm saying. What I don't is understand the fucking what the contract fucking beef about? He's got a fucking – he's like one of the top paid safeties in the league. Like, what are you, what are you <laughs> yeah, talking about? Dude, dude this goes back this to, to gripe, Big it? Will. Big Will always likes to point out a really funny fucking quote by Jamal. And this is just – maybe this is just who Jamal Adams is. He's just a fucking diva. But – you, Big, Big Will always likes to point this out. I think it's fucking hilarious. When he was drafted, I guess like one of the things that he fucking said was like, "Was like, yeah, I'll always remember the people that were drafted ahead of me." Bro, <laughs> so he was drafted. He was drafted number six overall. He was the sixth. Like, pick yeah, everybody in the,
1: does. It's a short list. He was the sixth
0: pick in the fucking draft. Like, <laughs> it's very easy to remember all the people that were drafted in front of you. There's only five motherfuckers that were drafted. And I'm gonna have to go fact check myself on this. I'm pretty sure the only the I'm pretty sure the only defensive player that was drafted ahead of him was that the Miles Garrett draft? Mm, yes. Yes. So I think yes, Miles so. Garrett was the only defensive player that was drafted in front of him. And sorry, Jamal, Miles Garrett is fucking way better than you. I'd much rather have Miles oh, Garrett. Dude I'm not a big so fan I-
1: of like when, when players complain ever about their contract or their situation, it's very tempting, and the media does this a lot. It's very tempting to go ahead and take that diva stamp. And place it right on their forehead. And I'm not always in favor of that. But, I mean, if you ran the fucking numbers on how often that's true, it's probably in favor, right? That, like, they are a fucking diva. And it's like, you got away from Adam Gase. You got away from the Jets as far as you literally fucking could (laughs) geographically. You were in Seattle. You have a better team. You're, uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, he, they made him captain of the fucking defense, right? It's yeah. him and uh, Bobby Wagner and uh, Clowney's not there anymore. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Member of the Migos, yeah. Chevy Chase. Recurring,
0: recurring um, segment. But Who um, are the Migos? Yeah, Dude, also, also the, shout out uh, the, the Migos. Shout out to the Migos real quick. They just had a a new single drop a a week or two ago titled Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's not a very good song. I don't really fuck with the song. It honestly has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes. He's like one one lyric in the song and has nothing to do with football.
1: That's interesting. I did not know Richard Sherman was a Chiefs fan considering he lost to you guys in the Super Bowl.
0: Right, well, maybe maybe he's moved on now. That the guy that the guy that was burning him in the Super Bowl is now a Baltimore Raven.
1: Mm, that's true. But and yeah. again, he might just know where his priorities lie. He's <laughs> a future Hall of Fame cornerback, but he's also one of the Migos.
0: Dude, also Richard 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 Sherman is apparently he's just like he just works for PFF now. Yeah, whatever. You know that Richard Sherman <laughs> Richard Sherman has a podcast with Chris Collinsworth.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: It's actually pretty electric. I actually am I'm a fan of it.
1: Not a not a Chris Collinsworth guy. but
0: um, Are you a Richard Sherman guy?
1: Yeah, I like Richard Sherman a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, um, but definitely. anyway, Jamal Adams, I don't know what his fucking gripe is. I don't know how much money he wants. But we every time Seattle money comes up, the same fucking conversation comes up. The money's gone. Russell Wilson has all of it. So be happy you're getting as much as you're getting because there's a lot of safeties out there that are performing better than you for less money. Yeah. Um, All right, next up on Really, Really, which is what we're still doing. (laughs) Um, We were talking a lot about Tua last week. Tua this week at minicamp threw five interceptions in one day.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Again, good defense there, but Xavier Howard wasn't there, so whoops. Um, It sparked up just enough conversation and, like, Miami fan base that, uh, and you can say this is unrelated, but I'm a conspiracy guy, so I don't believe that at all. Dan Marino, who is like the savior of Miami, came out and just had all these glowing things to say about Tua and how he's coming along and how much he loves him as if he's trying to reconcile the fan base. Um, Again, we've, 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 we've commented on Tua a bunch, right? How we were all Jalen Hurts over Tua guys not sure if he's going to pan out not to say that there's not room for growth i compare him to you know josh allen his rookie season but um does five interceptions in one day at a practice that means nothing and then these interestingly timed comments from dan marino raise any eyebrows for you is this a really or a really really
0: um this is this is just a really for me because While I'm not a Tua believer necessarily, I think Tua is a fine quarterback that he deserves to be a starter somewhere. Like he's good enough to be a starter somewhere. He's never gonna take. I don't. I don't ever see Tua taking a team anywhere. He's. I think he'll end up ultimately end up being one of those guys that's like he's good enough to get you to the playoffs. Do whatever if you have the the right situation around him. He'll he'll win he'll win you some games and shit. But this is just a relief for me just because dude this is training camp that we're talking. Like I'll quote Allen Iverson here. Dude, we're talking about fucking practice. We're talking practice. We're not talking about a game, bro. We're talking about fucking practice. And Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes had a good. Not
1: even a practice. This isn't even practice. Practice is another level ahead of this.
0: Yeah, I remember like a couple years ago too. Pat Mahomes had a good quote because people were roasting. They're roasting somebody else about it, and they asked. They asked Mahomes about it, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, this is training camp. Like, this is when you're like trying new things, and you're doing like you should never." anybody that's judging anybody off of something they're doing in training camp is like just ridiculous because it's like this is when you're supposed to make those mistakes and try these new things and and develop develop your game and shit like that so this is just a really for me
1: i agree jay glazer had a comment the other day that he got roasted for he's saying yeah he's like who cares about minicamp he's like minicamp is practice for practice for practice yeah he's like he compared it i think it's like middle school field day you know where they like play the games <laughs> yeah, out there dude. yeah <laughs> He's like, yeah, they're in helmets and shorts. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I agree with you on that.
0: Glazer got um, Glazer got roasted for that.
1: Yeah, because people are like, you're saying that this isn't serious, and are people get mad about
0: everything. Dude, that's stupid. I like Jay Glazer.
1: He is kind of a clown sometimes,
0: but yeah. I oh, the, dude, after the whole the whole like 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 big secret news that he had last year, last March, that was like the, yeah. the biggest clown, one of the biggest clown moves.
1: Yeah, he's a dork. Um, all right, next up, this one is very close to home for me. And also, it's equally hilarious. Dude, also,
0: time out. Can I, can I pause you real quick? We need to do... Yeah, we, need, we need to remember, we need to do a fucking bracket of talking heads.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: Write that down. Okay, yeah. sorry.
1: Yeah, tell our producer to write that down. Jamie, if you're listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Nadov, you out there?
1: Nadov? <laughs> no, we actually... We hired... Um, Oh fuck, I already forgot his name.
0: Are you talking about um, uh are you talking about fucking uh uh fancy B?
1: No, we hired the guy that Matt and Shane fired.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> No, not um, not Lemaire.
1: Lemaire, yeah, Lemaire, dude. Not Lamaire, dude. That's why he doesn't ever talk. He's he's lost his talking privileges. Damn. You just keep that. The reason there's ever editing issues with this podcast is because he's always playing fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> um, <clears throat> next up, though, close to home and very very retarded, um, the Jags have not named a starting quarterback yet. <laughs> Did you hear this? Have you heard this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, can you believe it? We haven't announced who's going to start, and that ESPN literally ran that. They ran the whole segment in an article. And they talked about it. And it sparked conversation as to who's gonna start for the Jaguars. What a mystery it fucking is.
0: Yeah, this is uh this is definitely a really, really for me, dude. This is like of
1: course. Of we course. we need
0: to seriously examine this quarterback real. I mean, you've got a fucking veteran guy who's on who's on a second contract and CJ and CJ beathard down there. You've well, got no, the
1: conversations about Gardner Minshew. I mean, I don't know if you heard, but he's been uh he spent the entire off season practicing with my high school football coach, so clearly he's ready to supersede Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> hey.
0: Well, that's a step up from last off season when he got in a, he bought a fucking van, drove around the country.
1: He was finding himself, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. what you want. Trevor that's
1: Lawrence what... is going to fucking start for the Jags, you morons.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, this. Yeah, we can we can move on from that. I mean, unless you you got yeah. something to say.
1: No, I got one more though. One more, last one for really, really. Uh, this one, it's a similar vein, and I do actually think there's a little more to talk about here. So Matt Nagy has come out and reiterated on multiple platforms. He said it first to Chris Collinsworth, and then he got asked again by, I believe, ESPN. I forget, um, but he, he he's he's put his foot down. He says firmly, under no circumstances. like under. Andy Dalton is 100% starting for the Bears. Um, And now this could be, they tried the quarterback competition last year, right? And that can cause problems in camp when nobody knows who the guy is, right? And let's not forget, Nick Foles is still there. They tried to shop him and nobody bought. So maybe it presents a unified front. Maybe they need to develop Justin Fields a little more, but it's interesting because the City of Chicago and the Bears as an organization are pumping Justin Fields. I don't know if you've seen all the marketing they're doing for his jerseys and his endorsements and shit. I mean, they you are the just
0: the, the Cubs fans going fucking bonkers at Wrigley, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So maybe I don't know. It's tough with Matt Nagy because I don't really trust the guy. Um, as a coach you? or as a politician. Why right?
0: why, so, why why would you?
1: But it's interesting because he has to be aware that his tenure in chicago is going to be largely dictated on the progression the immediate success and the fallout from getting justin fields which i do believe was a steal for them i believe that of the guys that are primed to start this year behind trevor lawrence justin fields is the next best i don't think zach wilson's gonna do a whole lot i think kyle shanahan is not planning on starting Trey Lance. Um, Shanahan's offense is really hard to fucking learn. I mean, the guy's an offensive fucking genius. That's why they kept Jimmy G. They're going to spend time on Trey Lance, who's very young and didn't play a lot last year. So, but just in fields, you feel like, I, I don't know, he feels as ready, uh, barring Trevor Lawrence, the most ready rookie quarterback. And we know, you know what you have in Andy Dalton. So if I'm Matt Nagy, right? And maybe he's having the same thought, where it's like we're going to do it different. I don't want to have the competition. I'm going to say this guy's the guy. And then if by week three we're zero and three, we can put Justin in. Do you think that he's scheming to essentially? What I, I guess what I'm asking is: is he buying more time for himself by prolonging putting in Justin? Because let's say he makes it nine weeks on Andy Dalton, they're below 500. puts Justin in, Justin wins a few games. Does that buy him an extra year? Or is this just a single really and he's lying through his fucking teeth and Justin Fields starts week one?
0: I love everything you're saying and I hate I hate to do this to you, but we are going to have to get to this on the other side. We're going to have to take a quick break from our Bongo sponsors and get back to this on the other side. But I'm very intrigued to get, it, to get into this. Bongo time. All right, so I know that we were going to talk about Andy Dalton and this bear shit, but I just wanted to give a quick update on the Islanders fan I'm assuming he's not at the game and deserve a, I mean honestly this guy actually made the right call it's fucking six nothing right now the bolts are crushing it right now
1: yeah go bolts ah.
0: but to answer your to answer your question about this whole Andy Dalton and Matt Nagy thing and the the the, the, the idea of Justin Fields just already ruling him out as not being the starter I actually don't hate that I think Andy Dalton is a fine quarterback he kind of he not he didn't really prove it this year. Andy Dalton's obviously not good, right? He's not gonna take your fucking team places. But time and time again, it's it's shown that it's it's good for a young quarterback to sit and kind of like have the opportunity to develop without just being fucking just shit on immediately. To be able to fucking learn how to be a fucking professional, all this all this shit, yada yada yada. You look at throughout Tom Brady, fucking uh Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, all all these like all these dudes that eventually went on to be like absolute fucking superstars, Brett, Brett Favre, all these fucking dudes like they had a chance to fucking develop. And it seems like when you throw a guy to the wolves, even if they're a fucking superstar, you get situations like Peyton Manning, for example, where he he broke the record for fucking interceptions in a season his rookie year. Right. So I don't think it's the it's the craziest thing in the world to say we're not like, yeah, we're just not having Justin start this year. I don't think that's it is the rare. It.
1: The, the guys that have come out and performed immediately—it's a short list, right? Mm-hmm. It's like John Elway, Andrew Luck.
0: Um, I'm trying to think of like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like uh, <laughs> other other ones that kind of just like immediately started. Ben, Big Ben was pretty good when he when he like first started. Russell Wilson. No, not, not even Russ. I remember you're thinking of Legion of Boom days, dude. I am. I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the I list thing with so the Bears,
1: though, it's – we've talked about this before. When you're building a team, you know, you have pieces, but it, you ultimately there's always a window. And you don't always get to dictate that. Outside forces can determine the, the window of opportunity there. Yeah.
0: I say week the four. NFC
1: North, the NFC North has been dominated by the Packers for so long. The Vikings are the same team they were last year. The Lions – Look like they're improving, but it's still a rebuild. We'll see how long they even stick with fucking Jared Goff, right? The Packers are in fucking turmoil right now, potentially. And the Bears do have pieces. The piece they've been missing is consistent quarterback play. And I don't know if consistency is something you can demand from a rookie, but you know exactly what you have in Andy Dalton, and it's not a championship. They went to the fucking playoffs last year on subpar play.
0: You can get so to the point. Can- Andy Dalton can take this. in With – Pending Packers turmoil, Andy Dalton can win you that division with, with 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 that team that they have.
1: Andy Dalton last year on the Cowboys couldn't win that last game that would have won him a million extra dollars. In but the
0: Bears, that's that's a that's a totally different thing though, dude. The Bears, oh, oh shit, dude! Fucking, oh shit! We got a fucking big fucking fight going on here in the the Bolts game. Holy shit! I'm totally distracted right now. It's like a it's like it's not it's not your typical hockey fight. It's like there's several dudes going at it right now. And there's a there's a uh Ru- Rutat, is that his name? Do you, do you know your Bolts players? He's just laying down there on the ice. Oh, that's not good. Looked like a probably a dirty hit. Ru- Ruta. Anyway, um, where was I? Um the anyway How is it different the different than the Cowboys? The 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 defense, dude. The Bears have a good defense. The Cowboys had like an all time fucking terrible defense, also injury plugged on top of that. Like, it's not even comparable to say that, like, to compare Andy Dalton with the Cowboys to with the Bears. The Bears are a way better just all-around team than the, than yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah,
1: but the are. the but the Cowboys play in the NFC East, which last, week, last year, regardless of the, you know, injuries, COVID, whatever, like, mm-hmm. it's playing on easy mode. The mm-hmm. NFC North is not. Yeah. All I'm saying is you know what you have in Andy Dalton, and it's not the fu- – fine, you get this again. You get a Nickelodeon playoff game that you lose.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> you fucking
0: you i mean let's, let's be. i don't
1: understand that's not what you're going
0: for though but this isn't the year this isn't the time to like go like you're not going for it your first year with justin fields you know you know what i mean uh, like you're not you're, you're not going for it like your first year with justin fields so like the
1: no but your window for going for it is small i mean if this isn't the year when's the year how many more years do you have with akeem hicks and khalil Mack playing the way that they're playing how many more years? Allen Robinson is not making it a secret that he doesn't want to be there. They tagged him this year. He's on the market next year.
0: I'm not saying I'm not saying they're going to play Andy Dalton all, all 17 games, right? I'm going to say, like, I think the window here is like week four to week six here.
1: Right, but if you're already – let's say that Matt Nagy and the Bears are thinking the same way you are. And honestly, that's what I think that's going to end up happening also, right, just to show my cards here. But isn't that just resigning yourself to fucking subpar so play? You're accepting that you're going to put out a guy there who's not the future and that inside of a month you're going to be considering benching him? What also, happens when they, lose, when they go 0-2? I,
0: I, I'm also a big fan of naming a starter. So even even if Andy Dalton isn't the starter, I love the idea of we're naming a starter. This is our guy that we're going with. Obviously, there's going to be competition. But as of right now, Andy Dalton's our fucking starter. And if, if Justin outplays him, if he really proves in fucking camp that he's ready to fucking play week one, sure, he, he might play. And you're right – this might be all fucking smokescreen bullshit, whatever.
1: See you later, boys. Suck my dick.
0: <laughs> yeah, this, might, this um, might all be a fucking smokescreen, whatever, but I love the idea.
1: And to circle back to the I'm giving this a single really because I think it is a smokescreen. I think it's bullshit. I'm, giving I'm with it, you. You have to name a guy. And the safe guy to name right now is Andy Dalton. But.
0: that's And that's and why I'm giving that he keeps it a really. doubling
1: early. down, I don't believe that. I don't believe the action of the doubling down. I feel like he just has to right now because Matt Nagy's on thin fucking ice.
0: Yeah, and I, 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 I'm, I don't, I don't know that I'm, I'm in on the idea of him buying. T- I, I think the whole idea of him buying time is out the fucking window. Why? I think regardless of who starts this year, this is, this is Matt Nagy's probably his last year in Chicago. Right?
1: I don't know, dude. If he's handcuffed, so that's what these guys do to save their jobs: is they handcuff themselves to a new quarterback. Yeah. They got him for a steal the year. You see some progression out of Justin Fields, you fire Matt Nagy. You get Dayball in there because he's proven he can develop quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. I just dude, I, I wanna see the I wanna see the Bears be good, man. I'm I'm so I'm so sick of the Bears being this 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 mediocre. I got I, I know a bunch of fans. Shout out my own. My my uncle Dave is just like the the classic the classic Bears fan dude. He's just so optimistic. He's just so happy go lucky. Like this is going to be the fucking year. And I feel like that is that is the Bears fan. that's like the epitome of the Bears fan base. And yeah. then they're just fucking. And I think quarterback
1: play has been the problem. Yep. And it just I don't think Andy Dalton does anything. Brook prolongs yeah. the inevitable. Yeah. But anyway, also to be good.
0: also to be a Cyclones Homer, they got David Montgomery, who's the fucking man around these parts here in Ames.
1: I saw a good stat today about the leading running backs in the league last year at yards after contact. David Montgomery and James Robinson were very close to the top of that list. Yeah, dude,
0: David Montgomery. He just he keeps it fucking churning, dude. Both of them. They're very very similar types of guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big. Very. That's what, that's what you want a running back guys like that. It's the attitude the attitude in tandem with that type of production. It's very nice. I like to see it.
0: Um, I did want to circle back. I wanted to circle back to Jimmy G real quick. Yeah, because I think it's so. In- Jimmy G- Jimmy G to me is like one of the most interesting quarterbacks in the NFL, in the sense that like people have already written him off as he is just he's done. Like he's he's you can you can't fix him. You put him in this Kyle Shan Kyle Shanahan offense, and it's still it's he's not what you thought he was going to be. But I think I just I think back to other oh, showing that Islanders fans storming out again. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> He like fucking throws that motherfucker, that jersey down, dude. Anyway, he was probably right for it. Um, I think back to Super Bowl fifty-four and him overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders on that third down. And I just think about what the narrative, how much different the narrative is on Jimmy G if he makes that throw. That one, basically, we're talking one throw away from him. Having this downfall, this spiral of he's he sucks, he's washed up, he's not the guy we thought he was. To being like, oh, he's the Super Bowl champ. The nine, if the Niners don't get in, all in injury plagued last year, just what the what the difference is, and what that all looks like, and just like the how how much different the landscape of the NFL is because of one fucking overthrow.
1: I don't think the one overthrow is the reason for the you know as you call it the downfall of Jimmy G. I think it's the easiest thing to point at that everybody watched because it happened in the Super Bowl. But the, the problem with Jimmy G is <clears throat> I don't think that he's, you know, unfixable I wouldn't tag him as that because I don't think he's broken. I just think he's not – said it already. He's not what you hoped he would be. He's not as good as you thought he was going to be. Based on what you saw with him in Tampa – or, not, god damn it, I'm doing the Freudian slip now. <laughs> what you saw with him in fucking Foxborough, right, and with the Patriots, like it's – he worked there and Shanahan thought he'd make him work for him and it just hasn't. The rest of the team is stacked. Again, injury plagued. Yeah, it's unfortunate. They saw you guys in the Super Bowl. You guys were the better team. Great game, still, but it just seems like you need to improve from him if you're the Niners. Jimmy G could probably play for a different team, and if he doesn't, he'll be a backup for a long time because he's serviceable. Yeah, and he's seasoned now, but he's not. Uh, he's just he he just ain't got the juice, dude, as the kids say. He, yeah, he ain't it, Chief.
0: Yeah. I've also got some, and we can we can put a pin in this and talk about this in the coming weeks, but there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that I think are being taught. In, in particular, I'm, I'm, I'm getting at Matt Stafford here. I think there's a chance that this whole Matt Stafford thing in L.A. might not work out.
1: It, historically for L.A., since they've tried this aggressive acquisition thing that they're doing every year, hasn't worked out
0: Yeah, ever. <laughs> I just think that it's it, that's it's, it's just the other it's my other like big time like interesting thing to fucking watch this year is is what Matt Stafford does in L.A.
1: Oh, big time eye again. That whole division going to have eyes on the NFC West.
0: Yeah. Um, I think I think that's all I've got. If you want to get into some little big horns here.
1: Um. Yeah, I reckon I could do that. Want, we'll wrap up sports. Um. Again, I. I Little Bighorn hits a little differently for me this week because I've been reading so much about Colonel Custer and his antics, as well as his other officers. And uh, the book's actually—I thought it was going to be all about Custer. It's also heavily about the uh, the Sioux tribes up there and Sitting Bull, who's the chief presiding over several war chiefs in the Midwest at the time. Very interesting. Um, very cool.
0: And, and they the, all had really sick—they all had really sick Midwest accents too.
1: Yeah, they all sound like they're from Fargo. (laughs) Yeah, I talked to the sun god this morning and he said that for sure the seventh cavalry regiment's coming from the east (laughs) and we should be looking out for those boys. Um dude, their sundance rituals were nuts, man. He would like one year he like hung himself with a bunch of hooks like from a tree for like six hours.
0: Holy shit. (laughs)
1: Dude, these guys were hardcore as fuck. Um, But my little bighorn, uh, it's kind of tied into a tale from the bar. So I worked my first karaoke night at the bar last night, and I was tired and frustrated from a fight that had happened and like bullshit the night before. So I was kind of a sourpuss when I got in there. And my immediate mentality was, karaoke's fucking gay, and if you get into it, you're gay, and if you're good at it or bad at it, it's equally gay and corny and stupid. And the guy who runs the karaoke, I'm not a super fan of either. But um, they set up, and uh, this wedding party had come in from a wedding. And actually, it turns out a bunch of them are musicians. And they kind of got things rolling. Karaoke is very much like a school dance where it takes one or two brave souls to really get the whole thing kicked off. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, And they went and, like, crushed it. They were singing, like, difficult shit and doing very, very well. Um, What is
0: that? Oh, nothing. This is just my, this is the microphone for my karaoke machine that I have here in my, in my home. Jesus Christ, dude.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So I had a moment of uh, where I was like, man, this is actually kind of cool. Like, people were being all really supportive of, of people in there. Even the you had, you had the occasional people going up there drunk and fucking up and goofing off. And that has its place too. I was reminded of like, I got really drunk with Kathy a few times and some other guys from the ship at the fucking American Legion at the beaches and we were just drunk in there shouting out the ship and smashing beer bottles and then being politely asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, I was like, you know what? This isn't so bad. This has its place. I was like, here's being a curmudgeon, dude. Like, let people have their fun. So I, was, I resided myself to just listening in and watching this these newlyweds like sing songs together or whatever. It was cute. Then the fourth quarter hit which is what I refer to from midnight to 2 a.m. And I was instantly reminded why I hate karaoke and why it's so fucking stupid. Is because the people stick around and they continue to drink. The wedding party is far gone at this point. Now you have a handful of these fucking dorks that still wear vans and chain wallets, backwards hats, going up there singing like pseudo screamo songs, like, you know, fucking Limp Bizkit shit. And it was when the guy who was desperately trying to catch pussy off of this girl who has fucked everybody in the bar. It's like no effort is required here. He decided that he was going to claim victory over her by going up and singing Nickelback's Animals. Are you familiar with that song?
0: Yeah, dude. Of course I am. That's like classic. That's like classic, like when Nickelback fucked, dude.
1: That song sucks cock, first off. And his rendition of it sucked about five cocks simultaneously. (laughs) And he was followed by just more guys going up there, trying to like demonstrate to get, here's my point that I'm ultimately getting to with my little bighorn here. Karaoke has its place. If you're very, very talented and you can rally a group of people and entertain a bar and have a moment where everybody's being supportive, that's nice. A couple young 20 somethings up there singing like the frozen soundtrack, a little too drunk. It's corny, but it's fine. But heed my warning Listeners. Under no circumstance should you ever, in the pursuit of vaginal exploration, go up and decide that you are going to win a woman by screaming Nickelback in Linkin Park into a fucking microphone at 1 a.m. after you've had about 19 fucking fireball shots. You look like a fucking dork, and I hope your dick is dry as the fucking Sahara this morning when you woke up, because you're a fucking embarrassment. And I had to listen to that shit all fucking night. And I was not pleased, my friend. So drinking responsibly, that's kind of out the window. Everybody knows that's a sham. But please, ladies and gentlemen, karaoke responsibly, please. For the sake of those around you, please, I beg you.
0: Yeah, I think we're talking about one isolated incident here about a dork that's just doing dork shit that clearly is a fucking simp. Uh, no,
1: it was a bunch of guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one just kicked it off. And I talked to, that told you the guy I was working with last night, Kyle. He goes, "Yeah, those guys early on, those musicians were really good. Usually, it's just guys like that all night." The the Nickelback guy. I was like, "Great, looking forward to next week."
0: <laughs> no, dude, I, I'm I'm the fucking opposite, dude. I fucking I think karaoke is one of the funnest things you can do at a bar.
1: And there there is a again, there's a lane here, there's a route. It can be fun. You can even be bad, and it's fun. But don't try and win, pussy. This guy was, dude, another guy went up. Who does that song, The Reason Is You? Is that Hoobastank?
0: Yeah, The Reason, yeah.
1: Dude, he, cordless not microphone. I'm a
0: perfect person.
1: Yeah. Oh, buddy. Cordless microphone, worst decision the DJ made. Because he was walking up to the oh. girl, he he was trying to catch a piece of pussy off and like singing it in her face. Not only was that girl not having it, but she was forced to be polite because we just hired her at the bar. It's like her first week.
0: Oh my god, dude. yeah, that's
1: dude. I, she left, and I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry." <laughs> I was like, yeah, that kind of shit is the corruption of karaoke. That there's no place for yeah. that.
0: No, Don't some be of doing my shit. My my like number one go to. I think one of the funnest ones. Cause it's not, it's, it's one that everybody knows, but it's not necessarily like you hear it every single time at karaoke. I guess you kind of do, but dude, give me, get me on some fucking Africa when I'm fucking 12 beers deep. Nobody did it. I love that's that's like my fucking go-to. I love fucking singing Africa when I'm fucking like twelve. Yeah, 12, it's funny. It's 12, funny. 12 yeah. to fourteen, because nobody sings it good. Even if you have like a good singing voice, it's impossible to sing Africa good. It
1: is. It's impossible. Yeah. So that's. Me it. And Kathy and the boys did Home Sweet Home, Molly Crew. That's, that's another one. one that you can start out real hot and then it goes to shit immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. If you've got a, if you've got a couple of boys like doing a little Bohemian Rhapsody too, also fucks. Oh,
1: thank God nobody did that shit. Um, oh, sometimes it works though. The married, the newlyweds went up and did Love Shack together because it's got like a man and a woman thing. Yeah. That was that was cool. It was very nice. Everybody was like cheering for them. It was cool.
0: But yeah, it's the people but, that take. It's the people that take. Uh, I I I did one time with a couple of fucking strangers. They fucking I I I, I got ro- I got rope and doped into doing the whole fucking like soggy bottom boy shit. That was pretty fun.
1: That's funny. Yeah, that's funny.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of the character.
1: To a woman that's not interested in you is not funny.
0: No, it's not funny. It's sad. (laughs) It's very sad. It's sad and it's awkward. You're making, you're making, you're you're basically, you're for, yeah, like you said, in the pursuit of vaginal exploration, you're putting this entire, uh, this entire establishment into the state of fucking awkwardness and cringe.
1: Yeah. Nobody was thrilled. Nobody. Least of all me.
0: Yeah. The Soggy Bottom Boys one. That was, that was probably one of the funner fucking karaoke things I've ever done.
1: That's a good one. That is a very good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. That's a good little bighorn. I like that. While I yeah. while I, I disagree with your sentiment, I
1: – No, I think we're on the same page. Karaoke has its place, but don't do that. If yes. you take nothing else from this, it's don't sing Nickelback and Hoobastang.
0: Don't do anything. Just don't ever – just don't just, – I guess in like a, a general – oh, shit. This goes beyond karaoke. Just don't ever take anything that's meant to be fun seriously.
1: Yes. Good. Good point. Yeah. Is that, I Except guess that's competition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which obviously is not a fucking competition. You could no. argue that the pursuit of vaginal exploration could be a competition, but that's a bad no, way. To, girls
1: were just trying to sit there and have a nice night. They're being accosted by these fucking
0: dwarfs. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's bad. My little bighorn is totally fucking different. My little bighorn is, is like sports related. It's honestly, it's not even a, a really a little bighorn. It's just kind of a thought that I had. Um, I was doing some garage sailing this, this, uh, the last couple of weekends. It's like garage sale season um, here in the Midwest. I know you probably don't, that's probably not a thing in Florida because it's just kind of nice out all year long and spring cleaning isn't really yeah. a, a fucking thing, but around the
1: fall here, fall is a good time for garage sailing.
0: Okay. But yeah, there's been a shit ton of garage sales around the Ames area lately. And uh, one of my, one of my good finds that I had this week was I got some, uh, some Iowa state uh, bar stools um, that are pretty nice i you i'm guessing you don't know off the cuff what iowa state's old logo used to look like nope but it's pretty sick here this is bad radio but i'll go ahead and, i'll go ahead and show you here this is what iowa state's old logo used to look like
1: i like that a lot
0: actually right it's a sick it's a I like sick,
1: that bar stool a
0: lot yeah thanks five five bucks dude 10 cents. oh that's a fucking is it is it function properly 100% it's totally fine the only thing about That's it is it's awesome. got, it's got like some some scratches on it from like I guess like the people have like a cat and it scratched it up a little bit, but you can't even hardly fuck. It gives a so I got two, so I got two two of those bar stools for 10, for ten bucks.
1: Is it wood or something or?
0: They're just they're, they're they're classic. If you walked into a fucking bar and sat down at a fucking bar stool, the padded seat and everything, they're they're, they're yeah, nice. Yeah, so too.
1: then they they can be scratched up and that's fine. Yeah, that's that's gold. Yeah, there's a it, you robbed that place. It's it's
0: it's it, is, it was a sick find. But my my little bighorn that I'm getting to here is the idea of like you don't need to fucking change your logo. Like there's so many there's been so many cool logos throughout the decades that have kind of gotten lost in the sauce. That for the for yeah. whatever reason like marketing departments are like. Oh, we gotta fucking update shit. We gotta get new merchandise out there. We gotta stay with the times. I look at I think Iowa State is probably one of the most perfect fucking examples where their old logo of the psi and the fucking tornado thing was like the per it was the best fucking logo. Oh, place where And I just don't understand like why why you would ever did Iowa State's logo now is fucking lame, dude. It's I wonder if I had it. Hasn't, how
1: long have you guys had it now? The new logo? Yeah.
0: Like 10, 15 years or so. That, that okay. And
1: it hasn't grown
0: on you at all. Not, not a single bit. It's it's the letter I. It's, it's the letter I with state over it. How fucking lame oh, is that? Oh,
1: that's right. I have seen
0: that. That's yeah. fucking whack, dude.
1: Yeah, that old one's much better. I With logo changes, at first, nobody's going to take to it. Well, when, when Khan bought the Jags and we changed the Jags logo, I was furious. I fucking hated it. I was like, "It's cartoony. It's fucking gay. It's bullshit." Now I love, I love it so much more than the old one.
0: I like the Jags' new logo more, yes,
1: but um, it's tough if you go to one that like just isn't great.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like other good examples, but I really think the Iowa State one is like probably is, like the perfect example of it. Uh, shout, li- listeners, at Beefy Quotes, if you got any other, we'd love to hear some listener submissions for this one, but.
1: On you mean on ones that were better before?
0: Yeah, ones that one ones that were better before and now are just kind of they're just kind of fucking lame.
1: Um, honestly, the Dolphins' new one I think is lame. The old one was lame too, but I liked it better.
0: The Dolph the dolphin. I'm trying to think what the Dolphins' old one was.
1: The dolphin with the helmet on.
0: Oh, uh, I didn't. I I like I like their new. I like their new one.
1: The old one was candy ass for sure, yeah. but their uniforms
0: Dude, the, are bro- Dude, ass. the 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 Broncos is a tough one for me because I liked the D with with the horse coming out of it. That was pretty yeah. sick. But the Broncos, the Broncos logo now and like the, the one that most people think of when they think of the Broncos logo is pretty sick.
1: Yeah, it's much better. Um, who else has changed their logo significantly recently?
0: But there's a lot of teams there. It's just like they've got the classic logo. They're st- they're sticking to their guns, and I fucking respect the Steelers, the Raiders, the- yeah. I think the, do we this is adjacent to what we talked about last week with the whole like uniform changes and shit like that, but we didn't bring up in particular the Iowa State one. Um. Also, side, uh, side tangent. We gotta we gotta wrap things up here. But if you're ever having a garage sale, make it fucking dirt cheap. There's a there was a few garage sales that I went to, mostly geezers that were doing this. They were that were trying to sell like old garbage for like yeah. like like for like GameStop prices. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, nobody's gonna buy that.
1: <laughs> they've been watching too much Pawn Stars and like fucking what's that one where they go to storage units and then sto- they, uh, sto- uh,
0: st- uh, storage wars.
1: Yeah, they've been watching that dumb shit, and they think that
0: they think random master
1: are gonna come by and give over their hard earned Schmeckles for their trash. <laughs> yeah. <dude.
0: laughs> um, we made we made it almost all the way through this. Uh, this th- this pod was basically. Aligned directly with this uh, Tampa Bay and Islanders game. We're in the third period now. Still 6-0. The, uh, oh, I thought they I thought they went empty net already with 18 minutes when left.
1: I can give my picks up. Yeah? I was doing Town Love Shack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, stay tuned. I, I think if we're going to preview, ho- hopefully, hopefully Pats back – back next week we can get into some more of these kind of like i think we're getting kind of into the realm now of like preseason football talk like we're like really pre like starting to preview the season i think we've gotten to that point now we're
1: close we're close right now we're in the doldrums unfortunately no wind in the sails but we are right on the precipice of like the oh! i'm so ready for nobody's posted the countdown yet i haven't seen one on a twitter timeline but damn i'm ready to see that first one that says like hey this many days and yep. I just get hard.
0: Well, we've got to be at, what, like 70-something right now? Maybe like 80, 80 days?
1: Yeah, I like to see it when it's a little lower than that. Usually, I see it at exactly 100 away and that's too long. Yeah. I'd like to see it around 50. Around 50 is a good time.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen to, the, the, thing, the thing is going to happen to the, the Hall of Fame game this year is the Steelers and the Cowboys, which sounds electric and I always get. I always do this. I do this every single year. I get all fucking jazzed up for the Hall of Fame game, and then it just the second the game starts, I'm like, "Yeah, this sucks ass." I, I don't yeah, care. It sucks I don't, every year. I don't care about this <laughs> at all.
1: Sucks every year. I'm much more excited for like preseason.
0: Yeah, I wish we got a short preseason this year too.
1: Yeah, but I get to pretend that I'm a coach.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, Jags dude. just another receiver this week.
0: You think we should call it? Think we should call it a night here?
1: Yeah, beep's a uh, beep's a little tuckered out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go get your Z's, dude. Rest up. Hopefully, we'll have Pat. Like, like, I said, hopefully we'll have Pat back next week. We can get his takes on um, the fucking Bucks. Hopefully, the, hopefully this time next week the Bucks are already up 2-0 in the yeah. Eastern Finals. I think it's pretty likely, but. Yeah, shout out listeners at at Beefy Quotes. If you have any other uh, logo ideas, or even honestly, at this point, we're this is fucking we're, we're entering dead zone for for sports talk. So um, anything you want us to talk about, I'll I'm gonna try to set up some sort of this uh, the Spotify Green Green Room shit. Get you guys involved. We love. If to hear We're gonna
1: find shit to talk about in sports though. I'll be out there digging through the fucking ruins like Indiana Jones
0: for sports <laughs> topics. All right, later guys. It's the PBR Sports Fun